You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week, kinda. It's your, it's your boy Jordan with well, two weeks in a row. Yeah, well, <laughs> and then we got one not more even because almost because Jordan forgot. Yeah, we even had a show. <laughs> I was I was busy on our usual recording day. He's like, oh yeah, we have a podcast. I forgot. <laughs> Hi, Michael. I was like, it's a bad sign when I'm forgetting that we have a podcast on Mondays. <laughs> so we're a little late. But late is not absent. It's not my fault this time. Yeah, this time. <laughs> I have no job, so. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's why you're over getting pedicures and feeling sexy. And At least for this for the week. Yeah, so you're I'm on unemployed. You're between jobs and you're on vacation right now. Yeah, I'm on vacation. I'm mini vacation. Got you, got you, got you, got you. So how's your week been since now you're between jobs? You've been binging things for the podcast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's like thinking about it, like. Have I been? I mean, what? I, I, I watch, I'm watching Lock and Key. It's not going to matter because by the time I finish it, I'm going to be leaving. So, What is that? I don't even know what that is. Uh, show on Netflix based on a comic. Oh, it's based on a comic? Yeah. Oh, so it's actually related to what we talk about. Wait, what, what is it from? DC or Vertigo or Marvel? No, it's Image. Oh, Image? Yeah. Is it like action-y or is it like drama? It's magic-y. <laughs> so oh, it's that means magic-y? you don't like it. <laughs> Some of my first shows was like, oh, superheroes? Oh, magic. <laughs> All right. I mean, you're not going to like it. <laughs> like magicians, sorcerers, that type of thing? Lock and key. I don't know what that means. <laughs> they use lock magic? Yes. <laughs> what? It's a whole show about picking locks with magic. Yes. I don't like the show anymore. <laughs> you key, lost me. There are keys that do different things. Keyblades? Like Kingdom Hearts? No, they're not keyblades. Uh, like you lost li- me a literal key. Oh. I don't understand what the show is about. So, for example, one key... Can take you anywhere in the world. Oh, so it's like uh, Harry Potter or Matrix? Which one was like the thing where you open a door and it's done the place entirely? That was Matrix. That was Matrix? Yeah. It's not magic, though. That's no, science. that was science. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recommend it as far as you've seen it? I'm on episode three, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a little slow, but it's, I'm, it's, I'm intrigued. Mm, that means no, you guys. <laughs> It's not a rousing recommendation. It's like, hey. no, it's, it's, a lot of people said it's pretty. I've heard that like at the beginning is slow, but then it picks up. So I'm still at the slow part. OK, that's fair. Witcher was like that for me. So and to be fair, like I start off kind of mad with Witcher, but I ended up really liking the season so far that I'm, so much so that I'm actually enjoying or looking forward to season two. And I have no idea because I read the first six issues of the comic. OK, but there are way more issues. And like the first episode, they like jumped they blew through the first arc and like the first episode. So I was like, oh, okay. I don't know where this show is going. Oh, okay. Well, Michael, forget all that. We have no time. All right. We've got really important things to talk about. Like the movie that's been taking the world by storm this weekend. Black Lightning. No, what? <laughs> it's not a movie. It could be. <laughs> no. Birds of Prey, a.k.a. the Harley Quinn movie, which 
that that wasn't meant to be a joke, but now that I'm saying no. it. Well, no, they did. I act, know. That's yeah. why I'm laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, they, they literally just changed the title. But didn't we say that? Like, every time we talk about that movie, it was like, why is this called Birds of Prey? Not Should even just that, but Harley the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Like. Yeah. In a world where Hollywood now is more about marketability than ever. Is it because Margot Robbie produced the movie and she was like, no, I'll put my foot down. It's going to be called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous blah, 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 Harley Quinn. Maybe, but I, I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie change their title while the movie was already in theaters. No, we're getting to a weird place with movies where it's like, they're like games. You can patch them after it comes out. So now it's not yeah. even just a catch where you're patching graphics. Now you can patch titles. <laughs> and I'm just like, is this actually going to help now? I feel like people are going to be... I feel like people are going to be even more confused now. They'll be like, wait, is there another movie coming out? Yeah. Have you led with that? And every trailer leading up to this moment was even, called Harley Quinn, maybe? Even then, but, I still think it's, it's a terrible... I still think it's a terrible... Even Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, I still think it's a terrible title. I mean, it is, because uh, this is not spoilers, but when we get to the actual movie review for Birds of Prey, that it was like a Birds of Prey prequel, if anything. Like, the next movie would be Birds of Prey, not this one. <laughs> yeah. Whose decision was that? Right, like Warner Brothers. Let's lead. Why? But it can't. I, that's why I'm like, it can't be them because wouldn't they want to lead with their most market? The reason why they made the movie in the first place was because of Harley Quinn. So yes. wouldn't you want to lead with that in your marketing? I mean, they did in the trailers, kind of. You didn't. You didn't see the Birds of Prey in the trailers. Well, it's because the movie didn't have the Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> remember. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I don't think it was a, like a, a factor of them pushing Harley Quinn because she was just the main character. It's because you know it's. It's all about her. You need, you, but you need her name in the title for that market awareness. Just like with Joker, like you need Joker in the title. That's why. That's why they were smart. They called that whole movie Joker. <laughs> it wasn't called Fleck or Arthur. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we've got that, and we've got uh, some post-crisis things to discuss in the CW camp. So there's a lot of DC this week. Uh, the Flash released this new episode uh, after the Arrow finale. And also Black Lightning was a new episode, which I didn't watch because I am trash. But Michael did watch it. Some of it. Yeah, I, I was waiting for you to fucking <laughs> keep it real. How much did you watch of the new episode of Black Lightning, Michael? I think like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and is that because you got bored or? Yeah, I just went to go watch something else. Okay. So do, do you want to save that? I was, just like, for... I, don't, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I wanted to see how Black Lightning would be different. After crisis. After crisis, yeah. it wasn't. They didn't even mention crisis. Like all the other shows mentioned crisis. Yeah. Now the crisis is over. Something they didn't even mention crisis. That was my next question. So let's just talk about it right now then, since we're already kind of touching on it. So the the episode starts. I read the the, the description on the, 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 the on the CW app, and it didn't say anything about crisis. Nope. If anything, it read just like a continuation from the, the arc they were already on. Yeah. Which is the Markovia and all that yeah, shit. Yes, it, it just jumped right back into the Markovia stuff. But Black Lightning had gone on adventures. He didn't mention anything. There was no at like, least, oh, I came back. At least and, in the first 20 minutes, no. Was he in the first 20 minutes? No. Yeah, he was in it. That's already. It wasn't like, oh, that's already a missed dad, opportunity. Oh, Dad, where were you? Yeah. I was on a crisis adventure. What's that? The Flash. Oh, you met the Flash? Cool, Dad. What about Super... No, there was none of that. I thought at least there'd be like a one-minute little like like back and forth between him and another character. It's like, guys, the whole universe restarted and everything's different. Like, there's a Superman now. He's real. They're like, what? Superman's always been real. Like, something like that. Like, nothing? No. 
<laughs> Why? I was, staring at, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Wow. Even the Flash mentioned the universe being different. Well, I mean, the Flash has always been like plugging into Christ. Like Arrow, Arrow and Flash were like the most tied. But they to all like Supergirl, Arrow. The Flash. They did, but all did Black talked Lightning about have anything leading up to Crisis? I haven't been watching Black Lightning. Well, so I, haven't I, been wa- I don't can't answer that. I haven't been watching Black Lightning prior to Crisis. Well, I did start the season, and they didn't mention like any Crisis things leading up to Crisis. So I thought maybe at least the episode before Crisis, they'd be like, I think uh, the episode. Oh. I think the episode before you saw the red sky, and he was looking up, and that's it. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's weird. Da, the next da, episode, da, crisis is coming. And then the next episode, nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that weird red sky? The what? Yeah. But I definitely, yeah, it was definitely a wasted opportunity. So I don't know if there's, if maybe they shot all the season before crisis. Yeah. So you're going to see the difference next season because the season was already shot or they just like, you know, we already set up our rules. Like, I can't believe this. I'm, I'm actually kind of mad because it's like, a little racist. <laughs> the black guy isn't invited to the party, really. Like, he was there, but he doesn't get to mention it. There's no tie-in with it. It doesn't affect the show at all. Yeah, and then when he leaves the party, he doesn't come back any different. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what the whole appeal of the crossovers are, is to see how the characters change from that the That was the whole point of merging the worlds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at least give me a fucking, like, if you're going to be lazy, give me the most lazy thing at least, where it's like you're, you're in the background of a scene on TV is talking about how Supergirl and Superman save the day or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah. something. Nope. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we'll talk about the Flash at least. And then we're going to round off with some academia of the Week and then news as per usual. But before we get to all that, we have iTunes review. Just one. Uh, wait, what? No, actually two. I'm wrong. Uh, first review comes from Hubs. Five-star review. Great podcast. Still. Your father is calling you. What is this? My father was calling. <laughs> Apparently. What is that? <laughs> Still a five-star podcast. Just wish it was weekly. Sigh. <laughs> well, it is. We had an episode last week. It is one this week. That's right. <laughs> and it's not going to be another one for six weeks. Well, I don't know what Jordan's doing. So, well, next week, you are available for one last episode. for you. No, I leave on Thursday. This week? Yes. Oh, so this is the last episode? Yes. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. <laughs> okay. Well, then, guys. I guess we're here. The time has come. We're at a crossroads right now. We are at the crisis. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is the sky red right now? What's going on? <laughs> It feels like um, Fast and the Furious. The Flash disappears in crisis. Michael disappears. Oh, no. We got to change that headline, you guys. At the end of this podcast, is going to be like a Fast and the Furious 7, where Paul Walker and Ben Diesel are in the cars. Yeah. I'm going to look at you. I'll see you around, buddy. Let's drive away. Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> Will I return? Or will I be like Jamie? <laughs> oh my god, this is a cliffhanger on the level of something from Unworthy right now. <laughs> Tune in next time for the Blurred Vision Podcast. Now I've got people that are saying they want to be on the show. So maybe I'll I'll be yeah, a uh, Sonic, I'll be a podcast whore. Sonic is this week. Or Wait, the movie Sonic? Sonic comes out this week, so I guess if you do another episode. Oh wow, I didn't even remember that. I totally forgot. Reviewing Sonic. Wow. Wow. So I guess maybe maybe I'll do like a round robin thing. I'll be a podcast whore while every week I have a new co-host. I mean, thankfully, with the way it's set up, 
there's not really much coming out between the time I leave mm. and the time I come back for the most part. Like <laughs> the biggest things that I'm going to miss is a quiet place too. Oh, that's a big one. That's what I'm saying. That's the biggest thing I'm going to miss. But for the most part, it's not really anything besides Sonic. But who, anybody, no, no cares. Anybody <laughs> really checking for Sonic? But the, like for the most, there's not really anything coming out between yeah. now and except for a quiet, quiet place. Yeah. And then I'll be, when I return, it'll be Mulan. And oh, okay. I'll, so I'll be here for that. All right. Yeah. The irony, you're coming back for an Asian property. It's like, yeah. unlike Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, that, that softens the blow a little bit. So what Michael was saying, guys, is basically for the next six weeks, it's, it's blurred vision filler. Yeah. <laughs> until, like, like until Michael's Dragon, return. Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. <laughs> but when Michael masters Ultra Instinct, he will return. <laughs> All right, well, our next iTunes review comes So these from... next couple episodes will be Jordan getting his driver's license like Goku. <laughs> if y'all remember that episode. I do. That's one of my favorite fillers ever. <laughs> like, you guys can fly. like, <laughs> And actually, Goku, you can teleport. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Chi-Chi wanted to be normal. Mm. Uh, last iTunes review comes from Young J. Jean, our old pal. Five-star review. Subject is welcome back. Hello, Michael and Jordan. Well, welcome back and goodbye. <laughs> Hello, Michael and Jordan. Good to hear you again. Lots of things I want to bring up. First off, I watched the Netflix series Dracula the day it dropped. I wasn't waiting for it to drop, and the trailer kind of looked boring, but I was bored as fuck, so I watched it. I started off slow, or it started off slow in the first half uh, of the episode, but, I quickly turned, or, but it quickly turned very interesting. Uh, enough so that it got me hyped up to watch episode two right after. The entirety of episode two had me hooked. Never a dull moment. They dropped the ball in their last episode, but uh, do you? Do I think the two? Oh, but do I think you two should watch it? Definitely. I know for certain that even if you guys don't like it, that it'll definitely give you something to talk about in the podcast. As you both know, the next season of Attack on Titan will be the last one. I mean, I assume that, but I didn't know that for sure. That's sad, but also a good thing. I don't want it to overstay its welcome. Uh, so I'm going to give you a list of a couple Attack on Titan OVAs. Oh, I didn't even know they had those. Episode 3.5, episode 0.5, part 1 and 2. Episode 16.5, part 1 and 2. <coughs> you don't have to watch all of them, but you do have to watch episode 0.5, part 1 and 2. Why, you may ask? Because it's all about Levi Ackerman's backstory. Yep, wow. an entire two-part OVA dedicated to the backstory of one of anime's most popular characters. I promise you will not regret not watching it. Try to watch all of the ones I suggested to you, but definitely watch the Levi one. Thank you for the podcast, and have a good week. Uh, P.S. Endeavor did, in fact, physically abuse Todoroki's mother. Oh, here we go. We didn't know. Uh, should I think Jacob told us that, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, he hit us up on the side. Uh, she would try to stop him from training Todoroki so hard, and every time he would beat her for getting in his way. Oh, shit. Uh, to the point that when she catches sight of the red hair... Of her son, she mistakes him for the man that beats her and instinctively tosses scalding hot water at him in fear. That's how it happened. Oh, okay. I thought she did it. I thought, yeah, I, they didn't make it that clear in the anime. Yeah. It, it almost seemed like she like hated him. Yeah, she hated him because he looks like her, her husband. Yeah, but all she saw was the red hair and it freaked her out. That makes more sense. Especially because it, it seems like Toroku has no hate for his mother. So yeah. that, that makes that make way more sense. But thank you for the information, uh, young J. Jean. It's very very educational. Uh, I'm definitely going to check out that Attack on Titan stuff. I can always do with more Attack on Titan in my life. Although I get I get one side is hot and one side is cold, but I'm still just like, but if you can emit heat from your body, how do you get burned? Well, maybe that's, because he was a baby, like he was young. That's like saying, oh, I'm the human torch and I got burned. 
Also, I think I've been spoiled for My Hero Academia, but not like in a terrible spoiler. I saw some fan art of Endeavor, and it looked like he had a scar on his face. So, so I was like, when is, it? is it, does that happen later in the series? Was that just a fan art thing of I him? I sure you sure it wasn't just fan Well, art. I've seen a couple of, it was like in a, a slideshow of a couple of different artworks of him with like a scar on his face. I think even on the same side, Todoroki has it. So I was like, after this last week's episode, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, does he burn himself? Like as a way to make amends with Todoroki or How something? How does that work? I don't know. You have fire no, coming. Todoroki, I love you. Oh! Fire coming out of your mustache. Yeah, like. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe he gets a scar in a fight. I don't know. I just thought it was weird that he had a scar that looked like on the same side that Todoroki has his scar. But it wasn't the same shape. It, it looked more like, like a slash scar than like a straight burn on his eye. It was weird looking. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm just throwing it out there. For Shoto! Shoto! I really like this week's episode. Did you? You looked at me like, you son of a I bitch. I nodded my head. I oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I was like, you, better, you leave me hanging right now? <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right. All right. Before we get into topics, though, we still have emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to well. First email comes from Elliot Howard. Don't worry. Your fans still love you guys. We're just bad at communicating. <laughs> okay. Hey, Jordan and Michael. It's been a few weeks since my last email. I've been trying to hold off on sending one because I thought Michael was already gone, but I'm glad <laughs> he's not dead yet. <laughs> yet. Rumors uh, of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> but I'm glad to see that we get a few more weeks with you before you head out to your work training camp. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> just one. Not a few. <laughs> First, let me say congrats on Power Rangers and War, the episode three, Jordan. I watched it the other day as of this email, and I was blown away by the reflection the Rangers had before they decided they were ready to head back in the battle. It sends the message that it's not always about getting more powerful. Sometimes all you need is a moment to step back from the chaos to reset yourself or tighten your resolve. I like that, and I can't wait to see what you and your team bring to episode four. Thank you so much. When people give me compliments about the story especially, it touches me. Because a lot of it isn't just pulled from the things that I love. It's also pulled from my own life. That being one of them, I've been through depression in my I life. Say, are you having... I, I've been... I don't talk about it, but yeah, I've been depressed. I've gone through my shit. Is there an arbiter coming after you? The arbiter is actually a metaphor for life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even being... I'm not joking. That's actually true. Because he's an immovable object. And sometimes, you know, you got to transcend what you think are your own limitations to be able to overcome those, those obstacles in life. So that's really what Arbiter is. So that means you had a boyfriend that died. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's, you said it's, it, you it's said it, one to you one. Said it came for your life. <laughs> my boyfriend was killed in Reve- my arms. Revelations. <laughs> I'm so sorry. His name was Tommy. <laughs> you had to merge with his power. That's why you've been wearing that chain lately. Yes, this chain was his. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm wearing it to I, honor his memory. I, I knew it. I was like, where's that chain coming from? <laughs> oh, God. Everything's falling apart. <laughs> I mean, it's not, you just make a joke about that, but it's actually half true. The chain is actually an old chain of mine. And I just haven't worn it in a long time because it just... Because it belonged to your boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> too many memories. No. I'm taking back my power, Michael. So I'm taking back things I used to love. And my chain is, was one of them. So, But yeah, that's that's the idea. Like, If you notice, the characters didn't really get stronger, per se, at the end of the episode. Except for, I guess, maybe Kim. But you saw what happened to Tommy. Just because you get the shield does not mean yeah. <laughs> you're going to suddenly just be more powerful to beat the Arbiter. It's not the, how this goes. But she is two Rangers in one as opposed to just one. True. That is true. But you saw what happened to all the other Rangers that were two Rangers like Draken. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> They're all light work. 
But I wanted people to kind of be wondering, like, okay, so that's not enough to just win. So what's the plan now? And the next episode kind of reveals that. And it's the title of the episode is "Together We Are More." I'm not going to spoil anything, but you can kind of make theories from that title. Yes, form the rainbow. Yes, <laughs> that's a, that's all we've been building to the Rainbow Ranger. He's coming. <laughs> Then let our powers combine. And then Michael shows up. Yes. <laughs> uh, taste Full the Sailor Moon twirl. Yeah. Taste the rainbow. Bitches. <laughs> no, you gotta add that. Taste the rainbow, uh, bitches. Okay. <laughs> uh, I wanna do more skits. I really, we should make like a Zentai Rainbow Ranger suit and make a skit about that. <laughs> I'll do it. Really? <laughs> All right, well, thank you again for the kind words, uh, Elliot. Uh, he goes on to say, though, so I'm listening to episode 159 as I'm writing this email, and I wanted to mention some things you guys talk about during your My Hero review. You guys, oh, you with the Endeavor stuff. You guys are half right about the Endeavor thing. He put his wife in the hospital for mental health reasons, but he did also abuse her physically. It was heavily implied during Todoroki's flashback in the tournament arc. If you go back to the scene where five-year-old Todoroki is kneeling on the ground after getting gut-punched by his dad, and you know what? Now that you say that, because granted, I also forgot a lot of the flashback in, back in season two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what's fucked up? I've been like, like anime has, I guess, what's the word? Normalized father-on-son abuse to me with Vegeta. <laughs> so when a kid gets punched in the stomach, I'm thinking like, oh, it's Vegeta. He's training you to be stronger. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not abuse. That's, that's like the trunks all the time. It's fine. At least in that aspect, like... I. I guess for a Saiyan, that's not an abuse. I guess. <laughs> but now I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that kind of was abuse. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember that episode where uh, when they first introduced Trunks after the time skip and they're training in the hyperbolic time chamber and like uh, Trunks goes Super Saiyan and then he's like, all right, well, if you're so strong as a Super Saiyan, it's spar me. And then like Trunks gets like one hit off like by accident and Vegeta like, gets serious and actually hits him and he starts crying and then he's like stop your crying we're going to go to get ice cream and he's like yay ice cream I'm like <laughs> as a kid I was like ah okay but he's a cool character but as an adult I'm like he's a bad dad <laughs> <laughs> he beat his kid and was like oh well I'll give you some ice cream make it better <laughs> he's a better dad than Goku though <laughs> at least he's around <laughs> yeah he's around I mean ultimately he is at least he has an arc where like even by the end of that arc he sacrifices himself for Trunks and everybody and all that stuff but yeah. Goku's an asshole. Yeah, Goku's an asshole. <laughs> he never grew. <laughs> Vegeta, at least, even by Dragon Ball Super, he's a good dad. And he cares about his family. Goku's still like... <laughs> yeah, like, even even the tournament. He didn't want to enter the tournament because he's like, no, I'm not fighting. I'm I'm going to be with my family. Yeah. Meanwhile, Goku's like, I'm going to risk the whole universe for a fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dad, why? <laughs> uh, so he was going to say... If you go back to the scene where five-year-old Toroki is kneeling on the ground after getting gut-punched by his dad, you can hear a sound in the background of something getting hit after his mom begs Endeavor to stop. Oh, I need to go rewatch that. There's more circumstantial evidence later on, too, in the manga, but despite that, some people still don't think it's true because it's not blatantly shown or stated. Well, I think clearly it's implied. I know a lot of what I have to go on is sub- subtleties and subtext, but I don't know how a woman can have that much traumatic fear of her own child. Any family can't feel that torn with only psychological abuse as the cause. No, I definitely, it's definitely there. I feel like not going into detail is just their way to be respectful. You know, you don't have to show her getting hit to get it. No. Obviously we did, but. Yeah, apparently, yeah, we're dumb. <laughs> but it's just we forgot. It's been how many seasons, how many years since season two? I don't remember. Um, 
Yeah, even stuff with Attack on Titan. I'm like, what? Who is that? What, what happened? Huh? <laughs> Remember that really important character? Uh, what was his name? Marco? <laughs> like, who? <laughs> <laughs> also want to mention that Froppy, as well as the other work-study kids, were depressed because they all felt like they either didn't do enough or wish they did things differently. Well, she clearly didn't do anything, so she should be depressed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that feeling is especially there for Froppy and Uraraka since they literally spent the back half of that raid watching Deku do all the heavy lifting. Uraka. Okay. Uraka at least helped. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. She tried to save Night Eye, and that was very heroic. But I, I wasn't saying this for the review, but since he mentioned it here, what's going on? Because she- he just talks about everybody watching Deku do all the work. Did they? Because no one's talked about how he became All Might. Like, he did things that no other hero was. If. if- Deku wasn't as OP as he was. I'm almost certain Overhaul would have beaten everyone there and gotten away. Yes. So. Yeah, nobody's going to question it. No one has a fucking cell phone camera in that world. There's so much destruction happening. He remember, said, remember he threw him up in the air so there was no destruction. But st- there's like, the explosions happening in the air. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, now the that you mentioned it. The whole squad was there. He just said the whole squad was watching that fight. Yeah. So what's up? Yeah, now that you mentioned it, it's like you would think there would be more questions. Yes! Like, how are you so powerful? Let's even just say that he was so fast he couldn't see him doing it. They at least saw when he was going Super Saiyan on the ground after the fight was over and fucking Overhaul was down and his monster form and he's going, ah! (laughs) Like, everybody's like, oh yeah, that was totally I guess Overhaul tripped. Like, what do you you think happened? (laughs) I guess they're, I guess they're trying to. I guess to justify it, they'd be like, well, that was Aerie. Because even uh, What's-His-Face said you were breaking yourself, but Aerie kept fixing you. Yeah. But even still, it's like... But you still did it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like all my powerful. Like, yes. I wish one person be some, to comment that. There should be some questions. Yeah, at least one person would be like, so you're like crazy powerful, right? <laughs> like, but no one said anything. Yeah, no. I was just like... So we're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> we're all going to pretend. He saved the whole mission. It was a whole mission to stop that guy. And he's the one and that it did it. Just him. Yes, just him. And we all know how powerful Overhaul is. The whole Everybody there knows. No questions. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Deku. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Wait a second. Especially just, just on the mere fact that this is a, uh, a high school kid that was on like a work study mission or like a real superhero, supervillain raid. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one that fucking won. That, that defeated the main guy. I'm just saying, it needs to be something said. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, so y'all not going to say anything about this? <laughs> no, it's just business business as usual. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Let's let's get into this academia. What? <laughs> let's get to, back to studying, guys. Uh, Ari was there. Mirio saw it. <laughs> What's going on? Everybody. Yeah. I mean, well, Mirio makes sense because Mirio knows, right? Yeah, he does know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Night Eye knows, but <laughs> he did. Ayazawa doesn't know, so you would think him of all people would be like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me Deku, this this kid that breaks his own limbs when he throws a ball too hard, defeated this this fucking Resident Evil monster? <laughs> yeah, sure. Like especially since he saw yeah, saw Deku from the beginning where before his 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 yeah, his like finger was breaking. Now all of a sudden he's getting more and more powerful. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm not mad about it, mad about it. To the point that now he can use 20% of his powers without. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, an odd plot hole. 
in my review. <laughs> it should yes. be on the news at least. Yes. <laughs> like even if it was like a question mark, like how did he do it? Like that's fine. Just say something about it. <laughs> Uh, so the email finishes off by saying, okay, I think I've rambled on long enough. Not really. I think I did the rambling. <laughs> uh, I'm interested interested to hear what you guys think. about it. Even the news media, like, you would think they'd be swarming UA. Like, we need to talk to that kid. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the excuse of, oh, it was a work day, so everybody wasn't around. You would see the explosions from, like, blocks away. Even if it's a work day, there were people there. There were heroes there. You would think they would have questions. Yes. Nope. No questions. So. <laughs> business as usual uh, da, da. I want to hear what you guys think of Endeavor's character arc and the dark past of the Todoroki family as more light is shed over it throughout the series I hope when Michael returns this podcast will come back stronger than ever keep up the good work and stay blurdy uh, P.S. here's a question for you if you could borrow any Rick or any of Rick Sanchez's inventions for a full 24 hours what would you take and why any of them that's a lot of things. Yeah, to think I was about. like, I don't know. Mr. Meeseeks? <laughs> but that'd be scary. I would be yeah, Jerry. Nah, cause, yeah, cause, <laughs> I was about to say, if you can't get rid of him. <laughs> Mr. Meeseeks, look at me. Uh, I don't know. I, I, he's done basically everything. Like, yeah. He's a god. Like He's done everything. <laughs> I'd want to travel to alternate realities just to be able to see what... Would you? Like the alternate TVs or whatever? Like, the TV stations where you can watch anything. Yeah, I feel like that would. I I feel like I would be the characters in that episode where I'd be depressed. Like I'd be like, wait, there's alternate me. That's like a fucking. That's a, yeah. I'm like, what is an alternate me doing? <laughs> I feel uh, good, man. I'm a millionaire in this world. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see that. Yeah, what, what the fuck did I do here? <laughs> <laughs> then you're just gonna question all the decisions you've made. Like, oh well, clearly I fucked up somewhere. Or you go to another world. It's like we died in a car crash. Like, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I think I'll feel good about that though. Like, oh, at least we didn't die. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, if I see Tony Stark me, I should be like, oh, I fucking suck. <laughs> you mean I'm the darkest timeline me? <laughs> That's, yeah. I definitely don't want to see that. Yeah, like no. every other me is doing better. <laughs> yeah, that'd suck. That'd be real depressing. I had to swap. We had to swap. Lo- I'm going to have to go to that universe and kill, kill, <laughs> kill the other me and take him over. That's like some of the one shit. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're like, wait, why don't I know you? What do you mean? We just met yesterday. I'm like, oh, I think I hit my head, bro. <laughs> Can you just fill me in on everything that's been happening in the last year? Yeah. <laughs> the last 30 plus years. Exactly. Uh, we've got three or four more emails. First one from Khalif Topping, Mulan in China. I'm definitely going to see Mulan in theaters, but with the news of the coronavirus in China, deaths have reached 500 as of February 4th. Mulan may not do so well in theaters in China. Not even something I thought about, but mm, that's possible. What is the coronavirus, Michael? As someone like me who is completely uh, out of touch with reality, <laughs> I know of it. Don't know what it does. Is it like the swine flu? Uh, don't drink Corona beers. Let me stop. <laughs> people probably listen. You fucking idiot. Well, no, people do think that like sales of Corona beers have gone down. <laughs> Seriously? So, yeah, because people. Corona? Yeah, because people think it's like no. You're stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, basically it's like another word, not another word, another version of like, not another version, but like SARS or bird flu, like it's just another virus. So why did all these fucking illnesses become from Asia? They're all coming from China. Isn't, wasn't all those from China too? Swine flu, SARS. Bird flu, yeah. Bird flu, now it's coronavirus. What's going on over there? Are the first zombies going to be Chinese? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. That's, that's, 
fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> is it racist? I'm not. I'm saying facts, aren't I? They are coming. All those diseases are coming from there, right? For yeah, for now. But yeah, like, for, why? For what's, those. But what's going on? Like, what is it? Is it like where are these things coming from? I'm not being an I'm asshole, like, right? I'm, I'm, I'm making. I'm do I look like Neil questions. deGrasse Tyson? I don't fucking know. <laughs> look, I think you're smarter than I am, so I'm asking you these hard. But I'm not questions. a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Scientist Michael. <laughs> All right. Next email comes. We from can me. jump to the Googles. Yeah, but that's too easy. It's more fun to ask you questions than you kind of just go like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So while you Google that, I'm gonna read the next email from Danny Villa Senior. Question of the week. Hey guys. So the question is simple. How do you think Fast Nine is gonna explain bringing Han back? I have a theory. What if a group like the one that was in Hobbs and Shaw brought him back from almost death? Oh, you mean like the guys that created um. Uh, Idris Elba's Super Soldier. That makes sense. It originated in mammals and birds, but it's one of the rare diseases that can pass to humans. Oh, so those memes I saw of like cats wearing masks is real. That means even animals can get it. Yes. Oh shit! Not man's best friend. Most animal diseases can't pass to humans, but that is how zombies SARS, just start. Bird flu, all that stuff is one of the rare ones that. That can. that is literally how zombie zombie flu start. Well, we don't know about Walking Dead. True. I'm just saying, generally, it's like a monkey has some weird virus, and then it transfers to a human, and now it's a zombie virus. Well, that's Planet of the Apes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now it begins. <laughs> Yo, if I ever see, like, breaking news of a monkey in a zoo saying, no! I mean, it is. In the, people have been diagnosed in Jersey, so. Seriously? Yeah. Aw, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm about to start wearing a gas mask walking around. <laughs> Uh, Danny goes on to say or maybe the bad guy group from Hobbs and Shaw did it and put Han as a mole for some evil plan they got but who man this shit has become a soap opera but who knows that's my theory and I kind of hope they do that because if Universal was like oh yeah he crawled away with like a tiny burn but was too afraid to go back I'm gonna be pissed well that's it stay stay nerdy my blurries and go beyond plus ultra um Oh, he says more, but I'm going to say that. So how do you think they're going to bring back Han? I think he's basically right. I, they're probably I, just going to pull some bullshit in order to redeem Decker Shaw. They'd be like, oh, they were working together. And they didn't really, he didn't really kill him. Oh, so he's been undercover? Yeah, he's been undercover or whatever. Because I don't know, this org- secret organization was after him. Or they were working to take down this organization. And now the organization is out in the open. And hey, Decker Shaw is now redeemed because Han is still alive. There's no way he was in on not killing him. Just because that was after his brother got killed and he was like out for revenge. Why would he be like, I'm going to fake kill this guy and then tell them I killed him? So he can work with me undercover. That's what? It doesn't make sense. But is why how they need why else bring him back if not to redeem? Oh no, I think that's definitely the reason to redeem Shaw. But I don't think it's gonna be like a, we were in on it together. I think I think he's right. I think it's gonna be as stupid as he crawled out of the explosion. Maybe he had amnesia or some dumb shit. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, I got rehabilitated. And I remember, and then I came back. But even then, it won't because then it was like, well, Decker still tried to kill you. Yeah, but they've they're already over that. <laughs> they were over that like two movies ago. Yeah, that's true. If anything, which I like his theory, but not as not quite whether him being a mole, maybe in a Red Hood way, where he's mad that they didn't avenge him, like make it part of the story. Like you know what I'm saying? Like Red Hood when he came back and was like, "Wait, so Joker killed me and you didn't kill Joker? Nah, sh- fuck you. Now you gotta die, Batman." Maybe that's what's gonna happen. And Hans on the side of evil now. 
No. No. Right. <laughs> so I just crawled out. I'm fine, and I just didn't no, contact they're, you guys. They're working together. Are they working together? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Place your bets. <laughs> we'll know soon enough. Uh, he goes on to say, "P.S. Jordan, uh, powers are worthy. Holy shit! That ending. Who would have known? Pink and green make badass. The Chrono Ranger. But personally, I would have preferred the Quantum Ranger from the Time Force series. Yeah, I've heard of that. I actually was going to use the Quantum Ranger theme song for the Chrono Ranger's entrance." But I, I even went with the Chrono Ranger as a concept, who is not the Silver Time Force Ranger, guys. If you're fans of Hyperforce out there and you know about Joe... Jojo Rabbit? No. <laughs> you know Yoshi? Shudarso? Yoshi? Oh, Yoshi from uh, Mario. No. Oh, God damn it. I thought you would know him because he's like a hot no, Asian I guy. Know, I know who we're... Yes. Okay. All right. Well, in, in Hyperforce, he played a silver... T- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he played a silver Time Force Ranger. So everybody assumes that... And he's the only Silver Time Force Ranger. So everyone assumes that the Chrono Ranger is him. But he's not, and that'll be explained in our next side episode that kind of goes into his, his his backstory. Like a history of Trunks kind of thing. Um, da, 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 da. Yes. But I, I, I made him specifically not Joe. because I, I, I always stalk Yoshi's page. Yeah? Because he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> not because of his, his fitness and his motivational stuff? Or? Well, yeah, he's totally motivational. <laughs> Motivating me want to suck that... D- <laughs> Every time um, I see him in pictures with his wife, I'm like, oh, that bitch. Wow. <laughs> I don't even think I've ever seen his wife. Is she Asian or white? No, she's white. He's Asian. That's why, that, did, you not, did you not hear what I said? Is she Asian or white? Because there's two options with an Asian guy. <laughs> Love you, Yoshi. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, what was going to say? Oh, but I wanted to make Chrono Ranger an original character because I wanted to introduce more original characters into the series. So, a little bit of backstory. Uh, I feel like Kim and the Chrono Ranger could have taken Tommy. Oh wait, 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 wait! I'm, Side note: I'm like, why is that? <laughs> it seems to always be the case. Like, what? anytime you see somebody—not anytime, but like—if an Asian person does date outside their race, always with a white person. You're asking me that, Michael? <laughs> Come on, really think about it. You know, <laughs> you know why? Say it. <laughs> this, this is his wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's beautiful. <laughs> I hope he never listens to this. <laughs> um, I'll say this. The white standard of beauty is global. That's why. <laughs> and, you know, as much people don't want to, like, you know, talk about that or admit that, it's fucking real. Like, there's a reason why anime characters look the way they do. They don't look Asian. <laughs> there's a reason why small features are, you know, the most lauded after in almost every culture. Because that white gaze, baby. Anyway, <laughs> bless you. But not the white gaze. <laughs> uh, let's see. Danny goes on to say, I feel like Kim and the Chrono Ranger. Wait, I already said that. All these goddamn cameos from Hello Rangers. Holy crap, bro. I feel like Kim and the Chrono Ranger could have taken Tommy with them. And then Tommy could have given the people left some words or something of sentiment. Like she could have told Kim that she shouldn't mourn for too long. And then told Rocky if Kim can't bring herself to activate the powers of her dagger, then he should fight it in him to do it. Or if they leave Tommy, the Arbor should have grabbed her by the hole in her helmet, damn, and killed by stabbing again or fade to white. If you couldn't think of something but whatever, what's done is done. It's still really amazing. If you need any help with the Power Rangers in the future, hit me up and I got you, bro. You know my answer. Thank you, Danny. Um... <laughs> Michael still showing me photos. <laughs> As if a, really? <laughs> really? Like, look at this. He is hot. 
He's he's a ten. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. It's like a forty-seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, these are all, those are all cool suggestions. Uh, there's a lot of behind the reasons why the Green Ranger didn't live. I won't get into those right now. But uh, we had to make do what we had. So if you actually take the credits, I'll say this. Notice that the spoiler. Well, not a spoiler because it's not happening anymore. Wait, what? But the plan was to have the Green Ranger come back as the White Ranger. Yes. In the end. Yes. That's not happening anymore. Yes. The changes actually make more sense, though, for the theme. The theme is teamwork. And having a Tommy of any sort come back and be the hero. Now it's going to be the Rainbow Ranger. Yeah, now it's the Rainbow Ranger. <laughs> yeah, having one person be like the, oh, we need this one person to save us is kind of defeats the whole theme of teamwork. But So it actually worked out better this way. But, you know, the actress who played Tommy be before. Because when Tommy came as the White Ranger, they were losing. But it's a Tommy show. That's why Tommy's like so popular now. Like yeah, no one's really thinking about all the other Rangers. I mean, they like they're so popular. But when you think about Power Rangers, who you think about? Tommy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a Tommy show. And remember, I love Tommy. Also, part of that is it's not just that, but it's also because he was the one that was around the longest. Like all the other ones left, and he stuck yeah. around. Yeah, for sure. But it's also because he's a, he stuck around the longest because he was also a fan favorite. You know what I mean, true. like you because know. I'm like even now he kill, he still shows up. Oh yeah, and and new episodes where the other ones they're not really trying to come back. No, but I think it's also. I mean, he even has the Master Morpher, which makes there's no a sense. there's a sad underbelly to backstory. Like, I mean, to Power Rangers. Some, franchise, I'm like Master Morpher. Weren't these? Weren't, weren't wasn't the green power crystal power coin destroyed? That's so funny that How even that you, work? as like a non fan, <laughs> still knows that because like it's a huge plot hole that no one talks about. But yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> A lot of powers got destroyed. They're yeah, just like, the ah, Z- they're the, back. The Zeo crystal. It's like, what? <laughs> or even like that episode where he's transformed. I'm like, but the gold ranger is weaker than the Zeo ranger. Because Tommy's the Zeo ranger. <laughs> I'll never forget that. The episode in Zeo where Jason was but the no, gold I'm saying, ranger. When, he's using, when he was using the master morpher, he was changing all these different rangers. Oh, 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 but and like defeating the monster, but the, he, then he turned to the Green Ranger. Is like suddenly the most powerful. I'm like, but the Green Power is the weakest. What yeah. is that? I mean, it should be in terms of the story, but because it's the fan favorite, it's what makes him powerful. <laughs> I mean, it's something similar in Birds of Prey, where like Harley Quinn could take out all these giant fucking dudes, but then she's fighting uh, Renee Montoya or whatever. That's her name, right? Is it? What's her name? The question. Is her name Renee? Yeah, Renee. Renee. She's like a, a, first of all, an older woman, and she's drunk, but they fight evenly. I'm like, you just be all these fucking strong-ass dudes, but you can't beat this drunk woman by yourself. <laughs> like, no, but she's the main character, so that means she's stronger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no. Sometimes story takes a, a, a front seat to what would make the most sense. Um, I was going to say... All right, but next email comes from because we're it's forty two minutes. We're still on emails. What the fuck? I was going fast. Uh, That's what he said. Uh, all right, last email comes from Justin James. Sorry for the long letter of appreciation. That was a good way to end it. Hey, Jordan and Michael, let me start out by saying I love this podcast. I started from the episode two in twenty eighteen. Since I've only ever seen Star Wars: The Force Awakens, I'll give you a moment to judge me here. No judgment. You watched the best one, uh, and I listened to every episode until i caught up yeah i've been with you through the sound issues episode two yeah episode two damn yeah it's binging 
Uh, I've been with you, and I always oh wait. I've been with you through the sound issues and many, many co-hosts. And I always said that when I got current, I would write in. So here we go. Oh wow! Unlike everyone else, I love hearing what you guys don't like about the movies and TV shows you watch. <gasps> He's saying be more negative, Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck the world. <laughs> I find your commentary hilarious. Plus, it makes me feel better to know I'm not the only one thinking these things. Michael, thanks for being the black gay voice. I didn't know I needed on this podcast. You're welcome. There you go. As a black I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Gotta let it show. Uh, I didn't know I needed to. Uh, wait, I didn't know I needed this podcast. As a black gay dude myself, I really appreciate your views and graphic humor. I just wish you wouldn't have stopped watching Supergirl, especially. Aw, you betrayed him. <laughs> <laughs> the betrayal. I betrayed all the gays. <laughs> Yes, again, you betrayed me but I too. Did. I did. You got I, me back no, into that show. I did watch the episode after Crisis. Did, did they touch on it? I told you, every show but Black Lightning. How touched. was it? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess that goes without saying. Uh, even it, when wasn't, you, it wasn't bad. That means it's not good, too. <laughs> it's like in the middle. And Lex Luthor is more in it again. Is he the villain now? Because even the crisis did kind of end with him being set up as like, he's, he's not a good he, guy now. He's not the villain, but he's the villain because it's Lex Luthor. Yeah. But in the eyes of everybody else, he's like one of the greatest heroes. Oh, God. oh so we're doing that. So yeah, that every, story. Cause, you know, because crisis, it altered everybody's memory except yeah. for like Kara and all them. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, Lex Luthor, oh my God. Like he's a hero. Mm. And Kara, she rolls her eyes every time. Yeah. Because she knows the truth. And it's still weird because... He knows that she's Supergirl, Kara, but he still doesn't know Clark is Superman. Even after going How? to the multiverse. Doesn't make How? sense. How? Every multiverse Superman is Clark. Because you got to justify. There's a new, uh, the, the show is coming next year. So just have him know his identity and not tell anybody. Which is he stupid. already knows Kara. It's the same thing with Kara. <laughs> Which is also stupid because I'm like, but you're on Supergirl like a lot. Now, all of a sudden, you're just going to jump back to Superman? Is he going to be on Superman? I would assume. Lex Luthor is Superman's villain. Yeah, I don't want that, though. I don't. He's okay as Lex. But he's and not... they actually just he's cast. He's not my Lex. They actually just cast because uh, he's. This is probably a news thing, but fuck it. So instead of having Jonathan be his sole kid, he's going to have twins. Oh, yeah, I saw that. One may have powers and one might not. So it might be one. Jonathan probably going to have powers and the other one might not have powers. Is that and they also a precedent don't, in the They comics? also don't. He only, has, he only has Jonathan. Yeah, so where's this other kid coming from? CW. Oh, okay. And uh, neither one of them, they don't know that his, their father is Superman. What? So it's like going to be a reveal kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. But yeah, he's not my, he's, he's better than Jesse Eisenberg, but he's not my Lex. <laughs> it's a very low bar too, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yes. Um, da, 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 da. Lost my place. Supergirl, especially oh he's oh he says exactly what I said to you just now. Especially after you convinced me to continue watching when I wanted to stop in season one. Wow, that sure sounds familiar, Justin. Sounds just like me. Yeah, it was good back then. Now it's not. <laughs> oh, you betrayed us. But it's okay. I forgive you. So he forgives you. There you go. Jordan, you're a great host. I believe it. Uh, and believe it or not. A great inspiration for starting a podcast. Oh, really? Oh, thank you. Even when you kept having to change your co-host, you always made sure to put something out. Always thanks for being one of the great voices of our blurred community. Oh, thanks, man. As I start this fifth paragraph, I realize that this email is entirely too long, so I'm ending it here. Thanks again for being awesome, guys. Stay near my blurry. Thank you, Justin. It was not thank too long you at all. for the email. Yeah. That was a good way to, for your last 
podcast for a couple weeks, that's a good way to end it. That's incentive to come back. Because <laughs> if you don't come back, Justin's going to be really sad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Heartless. I mean... There's precedence on the show of changing the calls. He did, he, so, where he yeah. did just say it too. It's yeah. like, don't say that now. <laughs> so will I return? No. Depend, depends on how Jordan treats me. Afterwards. No, he's the only co-host I really like a lot. <laughs> Dep- it depends if he puts out. What? <laughs> That's sexual harassment. Is it? It's only if you don't like it. <laughs> you, you look like you like it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where'd you get that from? All right, let's get into topics of the week. Let's try and make this quick. If we can end this in two hours, I'd be surprised and amazed, but let's see. Let's start with Birds O Prey. And if you don't know our rating system here on Blurred Vision, I will drop it here. Michael, no one's seen this movie based on the box office. <laughs> so I want to get what your opinion on. This is what I was looking for. Wait, so what? yeah, um, the series is said to follow Clark Kent and Lois Lane as they balance their private lives as parents with their professional lives as journalists, as well as Clark's badass crime fighting career while badass. moonlighting as the Man of Steel. Yeah, he's not badass at all. Yeah. Uh, it will likely be similar to the 90s reincarnation of Lois I was and Clark. just going to say that sounds like Lois and Clark. Holy shit. I mean, shit. it's called Superman and Lois. <sighs> okay. <laughs> One step forward, two steps back. Yeah. But it said only this time there's the little pitter patter of baby feet to contend with as well. Hmm. I, wow. I'm not even interested in the show based on that description. <laughs> like, are you hyped for that at all? Or I'm gonna give it an episode, but just from the description, I'm not hyped. I would have been, because I've been calling for a super ever since they announced Tyler Hecklin as Superman. Then when you saw him in that first episode of season two of Supergirl, I remember we liked and I was, it. Yeah, I was like, I like him. As, <laughs> I like him as Superman. And then the job then they, began. Yeah, then they just kept making him his character worse and worse. And now, then you got to the point that fucking uh, Brandon Ralph Superman became more of a badass than him. And they kept jobbing him to Supergirl. And I'm just like, why do I need him anymore? Why does he get the show and not the Tyler, uh, not the um, Brandon Ralph Superman? Well, Brandon Ralph left Arrowverse. Yeah, but you don't think he would do his own show? Especially a Superman Returns continuation, that just sounds more. That sounds so much more interesting to me than this show. But I guess maybe that then they have to like deal with all of like the fallout of needing those same actors to play those same roles again. Yeah. Who was Lex Luthor in that movie? Uh. It wasn't. What's his face? Was it? No, it was Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> well, there you go. Never mind. I threw a whole idea out the window. I feel like maybe the the uh, the producers thought the same thing I did, and they were like, "Wait, who likes Luther in that movie?" <gasps> Never mind. <laughs> Tyler Hoechlin, Green like that guy. <laughs> All right, but they could have got somebody else. <laughs> speaking of DC and their weird decisions, let's uh, get into Birds of Prey. Are we ready? Sure. It's time for Gotham to meet the Birds of Prey. I own Gotham. He's building an army. Unless we all want to die, we're going to have to work together. Hi, boys. I thought you was just a pretty face. Nothing gets a guy's attention like violence. Yes. Toss that for me, will you? No, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot the name change. (laughs) The rebranding. Uh, I think we've had every reason to not like this movie, especially that it's like coming right out of the hands of Suicide Squad. Probably the one of the worst, most mishandled 
DC movies up to this point. Like that was one of the like the the first harbingers of doom after Batman v Superman, where it was like, oh, so this is what DC is gonna be like. They're just gonna be tonally completely inconsistent and it's going to be tried too hard and it's not going to be funny even though it's trying to be funny and it's going to try to have action scenes even though they're not actually that interesting of action scenes do you remember when Deadshot got in that car and was shooting the fucking putties or whatever yeah that was I could film that action scene all it was Will Smith yo can you go in that fucking car and just point at these guys I like that and they're going to fall show how badass he was the moment was cool but the scene execution for an action scene was terrible. You could have filmed that so much cooler. It was literally just... Wow, it's crazy how this guy with guns is beating all these monsters where we had a whole military with guns and they couldn't do shit. <laughs> so now we get to Birds of Prey, the spinoff that hopefully redeems that movie. Redeems one of the most liked characters in that movie, Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie's portrayal of that character. Mm-hmm. So you throw away all the excess Suicide Squad. Is there a gym there that shines? What do you think, Michael? Let's just. Or is it a, a bag of coal? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what do you think about uh, birds? What's the Suicide Squad? What do you think about Birds of Prey? I mean, close. Yeah, they did throw some Suicide Squad references. Let's just give our non-spoilery thoughts and then ratings and spoilers. I really like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Agreed. And. Funny enough, her accent changed in this movie. That it, I this thought so too, right? Yeah. <laughs> she talked. What she, was it? It was like less New Yorky? No, no, no. I think in this, it was in, in Birds of Prey, it was more, or Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. It was Prey, more New Yorky. It was more New Yorky. Okay. In uh, Suicide Squad, she just talked like a regular generic American she still accent. Had, she still had that twang. But not really. It, and it, you know what? I take it back. There were moments where it was stronger about, than other moments. Like, hi, boys. It's voices in my head. Oh, they didn't say that. Yeah, but then there like, was moments with Joker where she was talking like the Harley Quinn from the show. You're ruining date night! Like, something like that. That was terrible. <laughs> I, I tried. Look, all right. <laughs> Clearly, my, my Harley Quinn impression isn't that good. It's almost like Marge Simpson. <laughs> Homer! Oh, oh, homie! <laughs> all right, so what'd you think? Well, yeah, I really like, I really like her as... Uh, as Harley Quinn, I so that was that was the strongest thing mm. in this movie for me, and like you said, like there was every reason to 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 hate this movie. Like the trailers didn't sell me on the movie. I any trailer I saw, I wasn't that interested. I wasn't even inter- the description leading up to the movie. Like the everything we heard about Black Mask. And, yeah, and him being like flamboyantly gay, and then wasn't there like rumors about him like sending out dick pics or something like that? Nah, I don't remember that. <laughs> At one point, and I think it was true. Is, is that your fantasy? <laughs> no, 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 no. That uh, that's a true thing. There's a there's alternate ending. The, the diamond in the movie, that which is the MacGuffin that they're all trying to get. Originally, in the one of the original versions of the script, it was going to be him trying to get back dick pics. Yeah, I know. I have no comment on that. I one. know. That is <laughs> so stupid. It, it sounds like Jared Leto damaged tattoo, tattoo forehead bad. It sounds that bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I okay. I like this movie more than I thought I was going to. Mm. Like I thought I was going to go into this movie hating, it, especially. Like I said, I wasn't sold on the trailers. 
I was not all that sold on the fact that they were replacing, they were given the name Birds of Prey and they were having Huntress and Black Canary in it, but it wasn't going to have Batgirl, hmm. who was the makes up the Birds of Prey and Renee Montoya. But they're going to add Harley Quinn. And I was like, that's, that's stupid. That's not, if you're going to do Birds of Prey, give me Birds of Prey. Yeah. And so going into the movie, Especially, and then you go into the fact that they had the review embargo. They didn't lift the review oh, yeah, embargo to yeah, like right. a day or so after the movie. Usually, when they do that, the movie's going to be terrible. Yeah. More times than not, they did not instill confidence in this. No, they didn't instill <laughs> any confidence in this. So more, yeah, more times than not, the movie's going to end up being terrible. So I was like, oh boy, DC, what have you done again? Because it's like they were on a, a, a nice streak with, with Aquaman. Granted, I, didn't, I thought Aquaman was okay, it's but right. it was still better than how I felt about Man of Steel and Justice League and. I like Man of Steel, but okay, Man yeah. Man trash. And BBS <laughs> yeah. and uh, Suicide Squad. Like, I didn't yeah. like any of those movies. The only one I really liked was Wonder Woman. Yeah, and even that. And even that. You thought its face at the end. <laughs> yeah, this, the third act. But, yeah. he, but I still, what do we give it? A more than passable? Yeah. That's the highest of any of the DC movies. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. And then you get to Aquaman. It was like, oh, it was good. Shazam. We like Shazam. Then you get to Joker. So I was like, okay, DC. Like, I, I was talking to somebody who's not like a, a big like nerd or anything. And I mentioned like Joker was good. And I'm talking about like DC movies I liked. And they were like, that doesn't even count. I'm like, how does that count? I was like, no, it's not part of the, the DC universe. So it doesn't count. I'm like, but are any of these movies at this point? <laughs> I know. I'm like, give, just give it to them, man. Like, don't, <laughs> don't take away their good movies. <laughs> yeah. None of these movies are really part of that DCEU. Yeah. So, I mean. Even this one, they do some retconning in the Suicide Squad. Yes. <laughs> They're real embarrassed about what Joker looked like. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how he looked. Yeah, that's not how he looked. <laughs> Well, yeah, so I went into this movie, like, uh, metaphorically with my, with my arms crossed, yeah. like, all right, what is this trashy-ass movie? Yeah. But I still had some, I, I was a little bit optimistic because of the social media reactions mm. that came out, they were pretty positive. I was like, oh, okay, maybe. But then I was still like, eh, they said the same thing about BBS. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I really, really like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. I think the biggest thing I liked about this movie was the score, the soundtrack. I'm trying to think of things that stood out to me. I, mean, I liked it too. I liked the the sound, the sound, the, the sound, the songs, songs, the songs. Yeah, songs. <laughs> but like, I don't remember anything specifically. Hit me with your best shot. Why don't you hit me was that? with your best shot? When was that? I don't remember. It was like towards. But- the, it, was like, it was like towards the end. Of, it was like towards the end. Oh, okay. All right. Hit me with. I'll say this: best it wasn't. Shot. Uh, it didn't pull me out of the movie like Suicide Squad. No, like yeah. Suicide Squad, there were a bunch of pop hits, yeah. but which I like those songs, but they didn't fit no. for the movie they at no, all. No bearing on the plot at all. Just random for sake of and, and then there also weren't any moments in Birds of Prey that was like Captain Marvel. I'm just the girl. Oh, yeah, and <laughs> it's like and this, what is this, bro? In this movie, they could have gone that way. Oh, they could have. They could have. They so I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank but, you so I don't, much. But I feel like they didn't. You know what I think made this movie like as good as it was? I'm not going to say if I liked it or not. But as, for as good as it was, I think it was Marco Robbie since she was the producer. I think she had a lot of say in a lot of things. And I think that's what made the quality like overall strong. Yeah. And I think going, going to overall what I was saying, I think with the thing that I like most about this movie were the characters. I really enjoyed a lot of the characters. Mm-hmm. 
going from Margot Robbie to just Jussie, Jussie, not Jussie. Wrong, oh no, wrong, wrong Smollett. <laughs> she, she needs to change her last name she does. because he he killed he it. He ruined it. Yeah, he ruined it. Juicy Smouye. <laughs> Journey Smollett Bell. She needs to just get rid. Of, she needs to just have Bell. Journey Bell. Yeah, Journey Bell sounds good. <laughs> like she surprised me. Like when they first announced, like she was Black Canary. I was like, really? <laughs> Did they say her name was Black Canary in the movie? They never no. They never said. They just called her Canary. Okay, I was like, if they say Black Canary, is that racist now? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Because <laughs> like, why do black people always gotta have black Black Lightning, Black Panther, Black Vulcan? <laughs> Otherwise, how would you know? <laughs> but yeah, she she surprised me as uh as as Canary, mm-hmm. and even uh um uh Mary Winston Elizabeth like oh her- Ramona Flowers. Her huntress, yeah, Ramona Flowers. Yeah, she was Ramona Flowers in Scott oh, Pilgrim. Oh, Scott Pilgrim, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I only realized that because my girlfriend said it. I was like, "Holy shit, that is Ramona!" I really liked her, so I was like, "What? What is she from?" She's really familiar. Yeah, I like I like the characters. Uh, Ewan McGregor's Black Mask. He was over the top enough that I had fun with his character. He, he was great. Yeah. There's only one scene I felt like they didn't have to have that scene. Yes, I agree. Oh, I so you already know what you're saying? Wow. <laughs> We're like okay. on a mental wavelength. All right, right. cool. <laughs> Even his relationship with Victor's ass. Like, that was hilarious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> obviously, they were teasing the fact that they're lovers. Definitely. <laughs> which they still could have went more with it, especially since it's rated R. Yeah. So if you're like, if you're going to do it, then do it. And, I, that, and that's one of my biggest problems with the movie. Like, I feel like if you're going to make the movie rated R, Go rated R. It almost didn't need to be rated R. No, I think the biggest thing about the movie being rated R was the f bombs. Yeah, and there were a couple. You saw a couple like moments where like bones breaking and stuff like that, but there wasn't a lot. That like you're dealing scene. with a bunch of murderers. Yeah, I want to see heads getting chopped off and guts coming out yeah. like John Wick style. That was one of my minor complaints. Or Deadpool that- style. I mean, this was DC Deadpool for sure. Even, but, but it even wasn't down to the plot. It, they, they wanted it to be, but it wasn't because yeah. like there was no, there wasn't enough gore. And that's one, top, that was yeah. one of my biggest problems with the movie, and my biggest problem with the movie was the story. Like, I feel like the story did a disservice to the characters. Hmm. Intrigued. Explain. Like the story was very generic, and for the fact yeah. that it's supposed to be a birds of prey movie. It wasn't really that much birds of prey. <laughs> okay, just on the fact of like selling your premise, they failed that premise. Yes. <laughs> That's why they had to change the title, so I agree with that. <laughs> and then, yeah, there's just the story. There was nothing interesting about the story. It was just like point A, point B, point C, the end. And I think part of it also has to do with the fact that it was only like an hour and a half runtime. So when it got to that, I was like, wait, are we here already? Like, is this is like third act stuff. We can't be at the end. <laughs> I was going to say that And too, it yeah. was. It was at the end. Yeah. So... Overall, like, but you had fun. Yeah, I like. I remember that. I feel like uh, we have the same thought. Remember, remember that review that I read where uh, one person was like, "How everybody hold your horses or whatever." This movie wasn't as great as critics are saying, yeah. but it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. It was. It was good. That, that's how I felt walking out the movie. Yeah, I, I was like, but I had, I had fun. Yeah, yeah, I had fun. I didn't, but I didn't walk out thinking it was. I was. I, I didn't walk out hyped. I, but I also didn't it hate it. The, had the best action scenes of any DC movie. I'm like, what? No, it didn't have the best action. They were good. Scenes. I did they were like. Really good. I did like the action scenes, but there was one scene in particular. I was like, this feels. This feels very choreographed. See, when people say 
Maybe I do fight choreography, but I'm like, I... I'm so bougie now. I'm behind uh, no, no, no. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying I've seen people say stuff like that where it's like, oh, this fight seems too choreographed. But I typically like fights. I know they're not real. So like, I typically like fights that are choreographed well, even if they look... For example... I know Captain Marvel busting out into binary is not real, but I still want the CGI to be good. <laughs> no, no, I get that. But I mean, something like, for example, people have that complaint about like Revenge of the Sith with like the, the lightsaber fights. It's like, oh, it's too choreographed. But I prefer that type of fighting to like the new movies where it doesn't look as choreographed, but it also doesn't look as cool. Well, if you look at the Star Wars lore's thing, they just say the reason it does that because... Oh, I know the excuse. Yeah. <laughs> they were better trained back then. Yeah. Now they're not. And yeah, I get that. But I'm just saying like in terms of like a fight scene, I, I find those types of fight scenes more interesting to watch. But I get, I get the complaint. I'm just saying that's me. Um, what what fight scene specifically are you talking about? The, the last one, one? Harley. No, the one where Harley Quinn was in the prison, fighting. All oh, with all the prisoners. Dudes. When yeah. the doors opened up. When the doors opened up, I can see that because they, they fight one at a time. Because in real in real life, Michael, that little one hundred and ten pound Harley Quinn chick. I don't care how amazing a martial arts. It's not is. even just the one. It's not even just the fact that they fight her one at a time. It's almost like you could kind of see. And I'm going to talk louder because I'm away from the mic. But you can almost kind of see like Harley. Okay, my feet are in place. Yeah. I'm, I'm look, giving you eye contact. Yeah. Okay, we're ready. Now okay, you're throw, coming. <laughs> yeah, throw your, throw your first punch. Ah, okay. Then she like plants herself again. Yeah. And then she like kicks. Yeah. And it's like. I get it. I get, I, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> I'm just saying it, that stuff doesn't bother me as much. But, but in real, in the, because in real life. Two of those guys would just tackle her and she'd be done. <laughs> There'd be no like, oh, karate. <laughs> like, no, yeah. you'd be fucking dead. Because <laughs> yeah. all you need is one guy heavier than you. It doesn't even matter if it's a guy or anybody. One person heavier than you just laying on you, you're done. What are you going to do? <laughs> That's why MMA goes to the ground most times. How much do you weigh? Uh, 150. What? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Just lay on Jordan. He can't move. Michael's like, ah, ah, what is that? Wait, what is that? Michael. Oh, it's my lightsaber. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, but I, I get where you're coming I'm, from. I'm using the force. Is that what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm calling it rape. All right, so what was, what's your rating? Passable. High passable. High passable? Yeah. Okay, we're close. I'm not, I was debating the high passable. But I think I might have had a little more fun than you did. Cause I also, I, but they disrespected the fuck out of Cassandra Kane. That's the, oh I, yeah, as Baby Robin disrespect. Mm, yeah, what's the deal? I'll start there. Same thing with Deadpool. Cause I feel like they were just they were comparing notes between Deadpool two and this movie. What is the, the little kid? Yeah, what's the deal with the little asshole kid that for whatever reason is super endearing to the, the main character who's also an asshole? It's because they're an asshole too? So they're like, oh, I relate to you because you're also an asshole. But, cause, but to me as the audience member, I'm like, fuck this kid. I don't give a fuck about this. Same thing for the Deadpool kid. Like, you're kind of an asshole. It would make, to me, it would make more sense for Black Canary. Oh, let's get more into spoilers. If Black Canary connected with the kid. Yeah. Then Harley Quinn. I, I agree with that. And I feel like especially... Especially the, considering like the one of the first scenes you see with her. Yeah. But Harley and Deadpool have the same kind of reaction where it's like, oh, it's because of Dick. But now we're best friends. You know what? This kid's going to make me a better person. It's like, how? <laughs> I, don't, I don't buy that. And especially like you said, because of her characterization from what she was in the comics, which is... Uh, what's her name in the comic? Uh, not Cassandra Cain, the, her superhero name. She's Batgirl. Wasn't she something else too? Well, spoiler. Spoiler, yeah. yeah. Like, especially after we've seen things like Logan, where you can have a kid that's mostly mutant something, 
and it's super cute and endearing. Like, that's her character. Her character is a mutant comic. I feel like they could have made her a much more likable character by not just... Not a mutant. <laughs> no, no, mute. Oh, I thought not, you said... No, not mutant. Mute. You said mutant. Mute. Like, she's not a mutant. <laughs> no, she, she, she didn't talk, right? Yeah. I think she talks later in the comic. She but talks first, later, yeah. Yeah, but at first she doesn't talk. Yeah. So same thing with uh, the chick for X-23 from Logan. And that's not her character. That's the funny part. <laughs> but it helps so much to endear like a, a gruff character to a kid, I think. Um, and that's also my complaint, I guess, in general for the movie, is that I think the writing in this was good. I think the production was great. I think the the music choices were good. The action scenes were choreographed super well. Really intense stuff. My main issue is why... I guess it's a story to an extent, but not how things like were set up. My main issue is why they adapt it this way. Like, why didn't they just go more comic accurate? Because I think the comic accurate version of these characters are more interesting than the characters. Because I guess technically they can't because Birds of Prey is not Harley Quinn. So then why do it? <laughs> yeah, I think this. That's why I said I think the story suffered and did a disservice to these characters because I really I like the characters. But they can even made those characters more like the comic counterparts if they wanted to put Harley Quinn in the Birds of Prey, like that, Huntress. That, well, I still feel I like, like Huntress's character in this. I do, but I still feel like this movie did a disservice in not making it Gotham City Sirens, which was the original idea. Yeah, yeah, like. Take Huntress and Black Canary out. Just do... Because if you also think about it, like, they're heroes. Yeah. So it makes no sense. I mean, I that, guess it's circumstances yeah. or whatever, but it makes no sense for them to... Because Harley Quinn, at the end of the day, she's still a villain. And that's my thing. This movie doesn't get... I, by making Black Mask so over-the-top evil, and I love Ewan McGregor's performance, um, it makes Harley Quinn seem like a hero when she's not. And she doesn't do anything in this movie that makes her feel like a villain. For all I know, she's just a good guy that's kind of an asshole. You know what I mean? Well, no, she she's did, not. She did villainous stuff. Like what? Killed some dudes? Punch does that? Well, no, not even just that, but I'm talking about at the end. I'm trying to think, what would happen at the end? Spoiler alert, but it's not really, not that big of a spoiler, but when she robbed the, uh, the, the, Oh, but that's not like, I mean, something like... That's still criminal. <laughs> yeah, but this is the same chick that in Suicide Squad, you saw her her breakdown. Oh, she killed Robin. She killed a kid. Like, she's evil. Like, but this this movie does, like, it, it purposefully casts her in like a, a very soft Suicide light. Suicide Squad didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, like, in her bio, it was like, killed Robin. So it's like... You beat a kid to death with a crowbar in this universe. So now you're a good guy. <laughs> you're just all you're all fun in games. Everything's fun. We have a new Batman, so none of that matters. <laughs> I also wish they actually, even though I get the reasons why they want to distance themselves from Jared Leto's Joker, I really feel like the movie should have started with him. Even if it was a body double and you don't see his face, they give you elements of uh, Mad Love, the the comic adaptation. Or the, the comic story about you know her being abused by the Joker and whatever blah 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 blah. We've all seen Mad Love, right? You know what I'm talking about? No. You don't know what Mad Love is? Really? Yeah. The, the the where Harley Quinn started? Talk about that episode of the animated series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it was a comic that was the same. Like it was based on a comic, um, by by Bruce Tim, same guy. But fuck, what was I saying? That's what I'm trying to thought. We've all seen or heard Mad Love. Oh, 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 and in the beginning of this movie, they give you the animation of like her falling. It's, it's iconic imagery from Matt Love of her being like basically backhanded through a window and she falls into an alley or whatever. 
And then the movie just starts with like, oh, me and Mr. J broke up. In a world where, and this is me as a, a storyteller, in a world where this is still part of a single universe with a single continuity. Is it though? It is. <laughs> it still is. Like it, they can retcon things here and there, but you gotta, if you want me to care about Harley Quinn, you gotta acknowledge the fact that we started her story in Suicide Squad. And in Suicide Squad, we saw a version of the Joker that was more lovey-dovey than any Joker previously. I know they did some reshoots to make him more lovey-dovey and it took out a lot of the abuse stuff, but that's still what we were given. We were given a, a lovey-dovey Joker. And she was su- the whole movie was about her super in love with him to the point where the movie ends with him breaking her out of prison. That almost never happens in the comics. Like him specifically going to save her. Yeah. And then this movie starts with, hey, we broke up. I'm like, you got to give me at least one scene. You know what I mean? Just give me... And I feel like it would have helped a lot... To, to make me understand the pain Harley Quinn was going through in the beginning of the movie, which I think was the slowest part of the movie, with her just being drunk and going from bar to bar, drinking, doing dumb shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun to watch, but it was like, I feel like it, you could have really added something there by having at least a little bit of a cameo with with, with a Jared Leto look like, if nothing else. Or a new Joker. <laughs> or a new Joker at this point, because the, the guy in the animation looked nothing like the Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you might as well just re- recast him. Fuck, whatever. To be like, oh, and then and then even with this they, world, like this all takes place in Gotham, but it doesn't seem Batman. not even just Batman, but just the fact that Cassandra Kane doesn't even know who the Joker is. It's like, how do you not know who that is? It makes no the sense. Prince of Crime and shit, yeah, yeah. But then the other thing is they want to distance themselves from that Jared Leto Joker, but then there are scenes. There, there is one scene with a body double where you see behind his head, and it's just a random flashback of him tattooing. Uh, a smile on some guy's face that hates Harley Quinn. Wait, when did that happen? I don't remember. Uh, it was before she gets captured by Black Mask. Uh, I guess it's kind of... No one saw this movie, so who fucking cares? <laughs> but it's before she got captured by Black Mask, it's one of the guys in the alleyway that was like, hey, fuck you, Harley. She's like, who are you? And she sees his face. He's got like the tattoo in his face of like, a smile. And she's like, you don't remember me? And then it flashes back to Joker tattooing the smile on his face and Harley Quinn's like next to him and then she's like I didn't do it that was Joker and he was like but you dared him to do it and she was like well I didn't know he would (laughs) it was kind of funny I don't remember that oh well that was a scene but so they even try to tie in his tattoo hobby into this movie so it's like there is some continuity so just go all the way with it but anyway but overall like you said I do agree with that that one review that was like this is not the best movie ever but it's also not the worst. And like you also said, I think it's better than Suicide Squad. I think it's better than BVS. Uh, I think it's comparable to like a Shazam. Probably better than Aquaman. Uh, I had fun with it. And and things that I thought I would hate. And that's that's a big thing for me. And like 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 Ewan McGregor's uh, Black Mask. I thought I would hate that interpretation of the character. But I actually think I liked him as Black Mask more than the actual Black Mask in the comic. <laughs> yeah, because... There were moments that were hilarious. I kn- I know people, they're going to be like, oh, why do you got to make it gay, bro? It's not gay, But it wasn't, like, like it was- obtrusive. It wasn't like, a, like, oh, you're just forcing this down my throat right now. It was funny. Like it- <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> gay puns. <laughs> but, uh, because something we always talk about, I'm a character guy, so adding that little bit, even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't a gay romance, it wasn't Victor's ass, was Victoria's ass. It added more character than I think we've ever seen in Black Mask. Because correct me if I'm wrong, they've never had any type of love interest Mm-mm. or whatever I, for I, Black I Mask. It. You don't really go into his private life that much, really at all. He's just the villain. Yeah. 
And this gave him a little bit more of a character. Granted, they didn't go into it that much, but it still gave him a character. I also feel like they didn't need to go into it, though. Because the insinuation was there, and I feel like not being 100% sure made their interactions more interesting. Because at first, I didn't really get that. I, at first, I didn't know they were like lovers. But as the movie goes on, you see how Zaz like whispering into his ear and like feeding his paranoia. And I like those moments where it was like, wait, is, did she say something to me? He's like, oh, yeah, you should kill her. Like, you know, stuff like that. Or like, um, or like Ewan McGregor's little tick, like his little like uh, his character quirks were like, again, no one's seen this movie, so I don't care. But this is a scene where he's killing those, uh, that, those Asian triad people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's gonna spare one of them, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, I'll I'll let you live. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's totally fine." But then she's like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" And you see like a snot bubble in her nose. He's like, "Is that snot? Ew, never mind. You can kill her." <laughs> like I was dying. <laughs> he had a lot of moments like that that were hilarious. Even when yeah. she was, he was showing Canary his like uh, his museum of stuff. Museum, yeah. He seemed like he needed a friend. It was adorable. Like even when he found he got betrayed by Canary. His reaction of His like, reaction, yeah. like crying, like he was genuinely like, no, really? Are you sure? <laughs> like I was like, yo, I loved it. Like I, I, I had every reason to hate it, but I loved it. And I'll even go as far as the theme. And the one scene that I felt like pushed his character too far. And I watched Jeremy Johns's review before I saw the movie. And I didn't understand what he was talking. Again, I feel like me and Jeremy Johns are like this when it comes to like how we see movies. I didn't understand what he meant when he was like, I felt, I like Black Mask, but and I like Ewan McGregor's performance, but I felt like they sacrificed his character on the altar of a message. And I was like, what does that mean? And I didn't understand it the whole movie until that one scene where yes. it is that really hate, awkward yeah, thing stupid. with that woman. With that woman, yeah. And I'm like, I get the movie's theme is always, is, is like, it's, it's in your face. Girl power, girl power, girl power. But this is one of the few movies where it didn't annoy me. It didn't feel forced to me in this movie. But that one scene did. And I felt like it was just to push that message a little bit harder when they didn't need to. Like, especially when the movie, for the most part, is fun. Yeah, that scene didn't need to be in there Like, at why all. did they have to make it, like, awkward? It didn't need it, right? Yeah. It was stupid. Weird choice. Um, but other than that, overall, had a great time. Like, I, Especially, like, when you think about the... If he is gay, that doesn't make it... Like... Criminal or not, like, you're not going to want a random woman. Like, if anything, you should have made the guy strip. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get it. Why? Because, like, because usually people that, men that do that, they're not only doing it for the power trip, but they're also doing it because it's turn, somewhat, yeah, turn they're, on, turn, yeah. they're turned on by that. Yeah. You're not turned on by that, yeah. so. So why do it? Yeah, why do it? So I feel like that's why it was more about the message than it was about his character. Yeah. But, you know, that being said, I, I'd give this a low more than passable. And if it just didn't have some of the weird character issues and story issues and some of the choices they made, like that Black Mask scene, I feel like I would have given it like a solid more than, pass, more than passable or even a high more than passable. I, I had fun. And I didn't think I would. So this is want, one of the movies I, wanted, I like. I wanted more gore. More gore? Well, yeah. you like the blood, sex, and the magic. So. Yes. <laughs> Especially if you have somebody like Victor's ass. Like, he's known for being a fucking serial killer. Like, the whole thing about him slashing. Uh, at least they kept that as his character, though. They at least kept that quality. It wasn't bloody enough. Yeah. But, okay, so let's get into spoilers real quick. There's not much to spoil. Um, I want to talk about the pacing, and I agree with you. The fact that by the time they all team up, the movie's over. And that's when, I, in my mind, I was like, 
this movie had no business being called Birds of Prey. Because I, I liked how it was all connecting. Like, I liked the different strings of stories. It almost felt, granted, at least they were all together, but it all, it, it, that was one of our biggest complaints about Power Rangers. Yeah, exactly. By the time they got together, the movie was over. Yeah. Or by the time they morphed, rather, because they were together the whole movie. Yeah, same basically thing here. But at least it helped in that aspect that they were together the whole movie. And Birds of Prey, they weren't. Yeah. That's why I felt like a Birds of Prey origin. Like the next movie is Birds of Prey, not this one. Um, like th- if anything, it should just be called the Harlow Quinn movie and leave Birds of Prey out completely. Well, now it is. <laughs> I know. But it just... Because it, it feels like this is a setup for Birds of Prey, not the Birds of Prey movie. Um, and even It's weird because like Harley's not going to be part of it because you're like, oh yeah, they're fighting crime. They're called the Birds of Prey. I don't see her joining that. Yeah, no, she didn't join. The, the movie ends. But I'm saying, you're saying about, she won't join. I'm that. saying, talking about a sequel. Like, yeah, would you see a movie with the three of them by themselves? To my back, if Batgirl showed up, no, yeah, but no Batgirl. Renee Montoya. Oh no, <laughs> Black Canary and Huntress. No, yeah, it's not even like they ended with cool costumes either. Like, no, their costumes look terrible. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I thought they at least were going to end comic accurate with the costumes, but nah. Yeah, no. So I was like, what the fuck? The right, the the Huntress and uh, Black Canary costume. I didn't even like, Renee Montoya's one was weird too. I know she's supposed to be a question. I get, she should have had the, the no face. Yeah, but that's something that comes much later. I don't care. Do it now. Make it look cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, that final battle. Uh, the Black Canary scream. How'd you feel about that? I'm glad they had it. I knew they would have to have it. I, but I was like, but you, like, you're going the whole movie without her doing the scream. Like, why? They better have her not. They better have her do the scream. But then the fact that she did it the one, and then she fucking passed out. I was like, that's corny. <laughs> I just, I, I like they did it, and I like how they executed it. It's just, and then the I sound. Of, I didn't like the sound up. effect. The sound effect? Yeah. The oh, way wow. it sound. That's deep. You're yeah. saying like I, I didn't even. Think about that. Yeah, no, I didn't like the sound effect for it. <laughs> Michael got real fucking. <laughs> like, when you think about when you think about the canary cry, it's like you hear it sounds like a canary cry. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck what that the was. Fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a birdie too. <laughs> in the show, it's just like she was just like ah, and then they just like put some like things over it. See, now I gotta hear it again. I, I was like, I don't like that sound effect. Hmm. You know what I didn't like about it? The fact that when she did it. For whatever reason, it was like Harley Quinn was immune to it. Because as she's still screaming, she's well, no, she like... she had her ears covered. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you say that seriously just now? Like, like Jordan. That's all, the, that's all it takes. <laughs> I know her cry is so powerful that it can shatter glass and create shockwaves and, and knock dudes over from 50 feet away. But she had her ears covered. <laughs> no, she did. She had her ears covered and it pushed her forward. What? Like, there's no, like, like fucking physiological changes. It's got to shake your organs. It pushed her forward. That's bullshit. That's how she was able to catch the car. That is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) That should be fucking you up, man. If you get hit with, like, a jet engine in front of you, you don't just go, oh, I got momentum now. No, it pushes you forward. No, you cover your ears and you still get your eardrums burst. Like (laughs) That's not how that works. This is DC. And then it was the next moment of... She has magic throat. This is me nitpicking, but then the next moment of her... Like the whole sequence of the car chase where she's on rollerblades and somehow the motorcycle can like give her momentum to go faster, but the motorcycle can't go faster. I'm like, what is <laughs> First of all, in no world could you be in the front of a car with rollerblades on 
and they don't just break. Like the, the car could shift angles slightly. This is a world where they have, <laughs> this is the world where they have nth metal. Maybe those rollerblades are made of nth metal. Fair enough. She also she also put them on out of nowhere, which I it was well, funny. They, yeah, they mentioned it. Like, when did she have time to do that? <laughs> that was funny though. Like I like that stuff, like the roller derby stuff she was doing in the beginning. I liked all that. Like the the, the fighting at the end was cool. That whole action sequence was cool to me. And I felt like, and again, I. They could they should have leaned if they want to make this the Deadpool for DC, which is perfectly fine. It is lean more into it. They even had the narration, but even still, like the the wackiness, like the, her, like when did she have time to put on the freaking rollerblades? Like they didn't do yeah. enough of that. Yeah, I, I had something to say, but now I forgot. Oh, how'd you feel about Black Mask dying? Yeah, I wasn't a such fan. a waste. Black Mask and Zaz. I wasn't God. a fan of either one of them dying. Yeah, it's like why? I'm like, why are you doing Marvel all over again? Like, you don't have enough good characters to be killing them off. Like, just have his mask get fused to his face and say the end. Like, you don't have to kill him. And oh, the way he killed, I he died was so like. I didn't think wait, it, what happened? That mask looked a little terrible. <laughs> I like the mask. You don't like the mask? No. I thought it looked pretty good. It looked like a cosplay mask for sure, but it, you know, it looked all right. Uh, I, I didn't think I didn't think it looked that good. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, At least on him. What's the deal with the hyena? I, that that was another way. It's like she has two hyenas, Bruce and uh, I can't think of the other one. No, name. Bruce is the one in the movie. There's, there's, they have she has two in the comics. Their names something different. But yeah, I was gonna say, but she has two in the comics. But they didn't even use the hyena. I so what was the point the of introduce, What was the point of introducing it? I thought when the hyena died, quote unquote, that was going to be like her incentive to buy hyena puppies, like two of them at the end. But then the hyena didn't Try die. Out, yeah, Bruce is still alive. Like Peter was like, no, you can't kill fake hyena. <laughs> no death of CGI hyena on our watch. So I was like, so what's the point of this? Yeah. Because he disappeared. Yeah, like he was just doing anything. There was, our budget, our budget doesn't allow for that. That's what it felt like. <laughs> it, was, it was ghost all over again. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Game of Thrones. <laughs> he ran into war. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, there he is. He's at the end. He's fine. <laughs> I'm about to go to the north. Should you say body or dog? Yeah, no, I'm going to just wave to you in the distance. <laughs> Because like you saw him run into the explosion, which all the cops were there. So all the cops, I assume, died because the next moment, the cops, there were none. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so he's clearly dead. But when the hyena came back at the end, it was like... It was just wandering around wait. Chinatown. Yeah, it was like, wait, what? <laughs> we just walked outside like right after the explosion and that dog yeah. like ran away. Like, So wait, you mean to tell me a, a, a random hyena was just walking around Gotham City? I was going to say New York, but it's essentially New York. It is New York. Nobody either A called the the ASPCA, have it sent to a zoo. Nobody shot zoo. it. Yeah. It's a fucking hyena. In Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> gangs everywhere. Now a single gang is like, yo, fuck that hyena. Yeah, no, like I don't know. But it was a waste. Like there was no scene like like fucking Holly Berry with the and John Wick. Yeah. With the hyena. But just her doing it with the hyena. Like again, you raced, you wasted your rated R rating. How'd you feel about the, uh, like, I guess we already kind of talked about the other characters, but like Huntress's backstory in terms of like, she felt almost like a, a Bruce Wayne spoof. Yeah. Like, this is what Bruce Wayne would is, be but like. That is her backstory. Yeah. But how do you feel about her, her characterization? Because she can't, she, that's not how Huntress acts. Like, she's very, like, socially inept. Like, she only wanted no, to kill. I thought that was funny. I thought it was funny too. So you liked it? Yeah. Okay. Like I like, I, I didn't like, mind like, the like I said, I like the characters. I just thought the story didn't do them justice. Ha ha. Ha. Yeah, Renee Montoya. It was an injustice. Story. Yeah, her being like a a cop that's kind of on the edge. It was good to see Rosie Perez back. I didn't know that was Rosie Perez until you don't know anything. I, I don't know. I, she wasn't wearing any makeup, so how do you not know? I haven't seen her in anything. I mean, I didn't really know Rosie Perez was anyway. 
But then I was like, oh, one of those fly girls from back in the day? She used to be really hot. Now, now it's just like, who's this old lady in the fucking, <laughs> in the birds of prey? <laughs> so when Jordan gets old, everybody talks shit about him. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> I plan to be hot until I'm 70. Uh, anything else? So what you happened to you now? One tear. <laughs> One tear. You can't see it, guys. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get out of this? Yes. Uh, T-Mobile and Sprint just emerged. Okay, Monopoly's forming. Got you. Uh, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? I guess we kind of glossed over the action scenes, but I thought they were all well done. Especially, the, I, I really like the fight, the action scene where she goes into the cop, uh, the police department. I liked it too, but I'll, at the same time, I was like, "This is a whole fucking police department." Where are the guns? No one yeah. had guns. Well, no, there were one. One cop had a gun. <laughs> one cop. <Yeah. laughs> and again, even stuff like that, I'm like. So Harley Quinn burst like busts into a police department, destroyed Ace Chemicals the night before, and there's no hair nor fucking cowl of Batman. Where's he? Like n- not even a mention. Like, uh, like oh, Batman's in the case. Like give me something. Give me like si- Batman's on a mission with Justice League. Give me something. Like even uh, who was the 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 chief of police? Like it wasn't Gordon. Yeah, I don't get it. And it's not like it, t- it took place in another city. No, this no. is Gotham. Yeah, it was Gotham. Who Straight the fuck up. is this random black guy? <laughs> Don't know. Um, I'm like, is there anything else? I feel like I missed. That's, oh, they- that's, that's the thing oh, I don't... Oh, we didn't talk about the major that's the death. Thing I, that's the thing I don't like about all, like, this whole... It's connected, but it's not. It's like... But it's the same thing in the comics, too, to a certain extent. Not really. There's things that take place in Gotham with no Batman. Well, no, I'm not saying the fact that there's no Batman, but I'm like, it takes place the police... That, what the fuck is Gordon? Oh, oh, yeah. Maybe it was a different... Department, different headquarters. I don't know. <laughs> um, we didn't talk about the major death. Michael's like thinking right now. He's like, "What major death?" Yeah, I'm like, "What Victor's ass?" And the breakfast sandwich, man. <laughs> <laughs> the tragic demise of that breakfast. I was hungry, so I was like, "Oh, it looks good." <laughs> I'm like, "I don't even know what you're talking about." The breakfast sandwich. Really? It was a running joke that even came back at the end where uh, Cassandra Kane gave Harley Quinn the breakfast sandwich that died in the middle of the movie. Remember? After the hangover and destroying Ace Chemicals, she was like, all I need is this breakfast sandwich from Sal's. That was in the beginning? Yeah, that was close to the beginning. See, I missed that. Oh. Well, then at the end, it comes back. The scene I came in is when they first show Renee Montoya. Oh, so you missed the beginning? Yes. So you missed all the bullshit, uh, like... The an- Joker the stuff. animation and all that. Yeah. She went, drove her, drove her car, drove. Drove the car, drove her Ace car to Ace Chemicals. I didn't see any of that. Uh, I mean, you didn't miss my- I basically explained everything that happened. Because I was debating. And it's my fault. Because I couldn't seeing it? <laughs> no, I was. I was debating <laughs> seeing it. Because, whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. I, I'm unemployed. I already quit my old job. So, because so it was my second to last day. No. So, it was Thursday night. My last day was Saturday, and I was like, so, because I was supposed to see it at like 7 o'clock, but uh, the train got delayed, so I was stuck on the tracks for like a good hour. Okay. And I was like, damn, I'm not going to be able to see, like, I'm not going to be able to see the movie, because I'm like, there's other showings, but I'm like, if I go see the movie, I'm going to end up late to work. Mm. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just have to go, I'm going to just have to go straight to work. And then I was like, but damn, when am I, if I don't see the movie today, Maybe I'm gonna because you know I work. I work. Maybe I'll never see it. Well, no, not even that. Because I was like, I worked over. You know, I worked overnight. Yeah. So I was like, 
I'll probably have to see it in the morning. But then if I see it in the morning, I'm probably going to be tired after work. I'm going to fall asleep. And yeah. I don't feel like doing it. I want to get, I want to, you know, just watch it and get it out the way. So I was like, okay, if I go to the 840 showing, I'll probably get out at like 1050. So maybe I'll be like 15 minutes late for work. Mm. But then I was like, I don't want to be late. But then I was like, I'm about to quit in two days. So who cares? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, talking about quitting. So, yeah, so I was debating. So I, so I bought the ticket. I was like, okay, I'm not going to go. I'm going to be responsible and go see the movie. I'm going to just go get something to eat. Talking about breakfast sandwich. I'm going I'm to go get like a pita hummus hummus uh, wrap or whatever. I'm hungry right now. Yeah, and, I, and, then I'll just, and then I'll just go to work after that. Then after I was done eating, I was like, it's 9, 10. You know what? Fuck it. It's half an hour of previews. I'm pretty sure the movie hasn't started yet. I'm going to go see the movie. Fuck it. So I went <laughs> to see the movie, and yeah, I missed that part. Uh, well, there you go. Long story short, on the topic of quitting, though, let's talk about another show that- Don't be like me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. We're role models, guys. <laughs> Everything we do, you should emulate. <laughs> uh, let's talk about The Flash. Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm going to be late for work. I'm stuck on a train, which was true. I was stuck on a train. <laughs> But not at that time. <laughs> it's the truth, not the whole truth. <laughs> um, if anybody from my job listens to this, or my former job, <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> Let's talk about Marathon. Crisis is over and you didn't die. No dark future looming over us. Feels nice. It really does. A secret organization has been operating in Central City. These people, they live in the darkness. In the absence of light, they will not be brought out of the shadows easily. Everybody down! Now that the multiverse is gone, physics has changed entirely. Earth was rebuilt. I have to do everything I can to protect it. Earth has more threats, and we don't know where they're coming from. Something's off. You've been acting kind of different. I had to start planning for a life without you. We don't live in crisis mode anymore. I have to expose this organization. Get out of there! I can't be your damsel in distress anymore. Our timeline has been rewritten. With all these changes to our reality, maybe figure out who you want to be in this post-crisis world. I I don't remember this episode. Uh, oh, that was the name of the episode? Yeah, that episode was the marathon. Because that one conversation he was having with Joe? Who was he having? Who's, I'm like, why is he still on the show? <laughs> like, he's not even, he's just there. Like, not even. No, it wasn't Joe. Wow, I'm racist. I combined the two black people. It's, it was um, Diggle. I was like, it's an older black guy. It had to be Joe, right? No, it was Diggle. <laughs> yeah. Because he tells Barry life is a marathon, not a sprint. Which I think is from the comics, too. I want to say it's from the comics. Oh. Point is, I like this episode. I don't remember most of it, but I liked it. <laughs> With Barry freaking out about him. Like, oh, what? Oliver left me a fucking message. Ah. You did? That's cute. Oh, you, did? <laughs> you didn't like it? <laughs> you want a fan? Wait, what else happened this episode? I didn't, I didn't hate it. Wait, what else happened? Maybe I'm maybe I'm not even remembering it. What else happened? It was you got you have your own continuity. Light. Oh, it was the whole black hole, which oh. I was like, oh, that's racist. Because <laughs> it's uh the Asian chick who's like, Doctor Light. I have a black hole. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. Never mind. I'm. I actually didn't. All I remember of the episode Nash, was part I liked. I don't like him. He's my least favorite Wells. He's and he's the only Wells now. Yeah, he's the only. They confirmed that. Yeah. Fuck. Because remember we were asking like, so is Harry back? No, no, they're all gone. Is that confirmed? Confirmed? Does Cisco know of the Earth too, or does he? Because he said there wasn't a multiverse anymore, but there is a multiverse. We saw the multiverse at the end of Crisis. So what's up? 
Because he was yeah. like, there's no more multiverse. I was like, yes, there is. Yeah, I don't know. Plot. <laughs> but he even said his uh, whatever device doesn't work anymore. So maybe, But maybe it's like a thing where it doesn't detect the multiverse as it is anymore. Maybe they need new... Because there are new rules? Yeah, new rules or something. I don't know. I don't know. But now that I'm thinking about it, when I said I liked the episode, I literally was only thinking about the Diggle and Barry stuff, which was such a side part yeah, of the episode. Yeah, and that was like... Wasn't even that much of the episode. That was like a C plot. Yeah, that, that wasn't was, even a B plot. <laughs> that was like not even ten, like probably like ten minutes of the episode, if that. If that, because the A plot was all the Iris stuff with her gang of girl squad <laughs> trying Which, to detect stuff. I didn't hate that. I, I didn't hate it either. I just didn't care. Don't care. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> care. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. And then the B stuff was uh, Cisco. Cisco. Yeah. And Which him again, leaving. I didn't care. And I'm he like, leaving? wasn't he supposed to leave last season? Yeah. Did they give him more money so he stayed for a while longer and now he's leaving again? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And again, here. this is the same guy who's going to be the leader earlier in this season. That was the whole thing. Barry was training him to be the leader when he died. But so now that he's not dead, he's like, well, I'm out. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Deuces. <laughs> yeah, you're not dead. So what do I need to be stick around for? Uh, and I don't have my powers, but then does he have his powers? I was confused about that too. It was like, he doesn't have his powers again? So I guess it only was enough for Crisis. Why? How does that work? I don't know. How do metahuman powers work? It's just plot. It's just, like, they're just like, eh, well, if we give him his powers back, he has more of a reason to stay, so let's let him not have him again. That's what it felt like. Because all that stuff with the, the, the black. And then having Caitlyn show up instead of Frost. I'm like, but wait, I thought the whole point was for you not to be here so Frost can have a life. Good point. Which is stupid, because I'm like, why not just merge the two personalities? I don't get how characters like Dr. Light in this with a gun are somehow more like powerful than metahumans, like Killer Frost even. And that gun looked ter- I was like, this looks like an elongated Nerf. Nintendo gun. It looked like a Nerf gun. You're no, right. it was like, the, you know, I remember when we played the duck shoot, duck hunt. Oh, duck hunter. That's yeah. what the fucking gun looked like, just a bigger one. That's a good point. <laughs> That's it's, a like, good point. it's like unworthy. Let's get the let's get the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have an excuse. We don't have a budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it was weird because they tied all that black hole stuff into like previous episodes. But as someone who's been watching the show, I was like, clearly, what I've happened been to Bloodwork or whatever his name is? They beat him. They literally they they compl- from what I. Th- from what I know, they completely beat him. It wasn't even like a thing where it's like we kind of beat which him is the fine. That's great, but I'm like, so you couldn't do that with Cicada, like <laughs> word. You had to spend the whole season. No, because Cicada was such a good villain. I'm like, Bloodwork seems way more powerful than Cicada, but yeah, you beat him. And I guess they learned what? their lesson. <laughs> They're like, we don't. But honestly, he was more of an interesting villain because he had zo- he made people into zombies. Like he became a giant blood monster. Like there was a lot of st- but they they learned a lesson. <laughs> you know, like never again. <laughs> Only half a season. I but I don't know where the season's going still. Mirror Master. Oh, that's right. I forgot most of this episode. Now you're saying that yeah, you're right. At the end of the episode, she gets pulled into a mirror, Iris. Yeah. Which is again random. I was like, what? I guess it's a new Mirror Master because they had a Mirror Master already. Yeah. But I guess what they were doing in the beginning of the episode with Cisco when they were like, here's the portfolio of all the different villains. And that's kind of like their excuse to be like, yeah, now we're going to recast. More, yeah, there are more villains than ever. Yeah. Good. Thanks, Oliver. How does that make sense? Yeah, how does that? Like yeah. in a world where you can create a whole universe, you're like, let me keep all the villains. Let me I mean, bring guess, more villains over. I mean, I guess there are consequences if you're bringing people back now. 
everything can't be perfect except, unless you're Star City, where there's no crime. Exactly. <laughs> so, but I'm saying like stuff like that, where they can make they can make things like that happen. Where no, no, when Oliver did the snap. He he made it so there's no more crime in Star City. There's been no crime in Star City until 2040. Yeah, <laughs> when the spinoff comes on. Yeah, <laughs> but then flip side in the Flash, he brought over more villains from other worlds. So I was like, what? Oliver, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I guess he doesn't care that much about the Flash. And the thing I also didn't like about this episode is there wasn't there, like the Diggle thing. I feel like was wasted because where was the Green Lantern stuff? Yeah, if you're gonna bring him back, at least talk about like how like, oh I found this weird ring. Like you know something. Even, even when he pulled out the box, I was like, oh I thought so. He's coming to Cisco, whatever to maybe investigate what the ring is. No, he just pulled out the fucking Oliver mask, which which I, I guess, thought was stupid. I mean, that just goes to show you that they don't have any plans for him being Green Lantern. Really, it was just for that cool moment in Arrow. Well, I don't expect them to show like have a whole show or whatever it is because I feel like that's well, so have be Green Lantern in this universe. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, I feel like that would be too expensive. Like the Green Lantern effects would would be way too expensive for a TV budget. Man, if they can do Martian Manhunter, but they look, can put a look glow. how much they do him. Like, but still, all all the Green Lantern effect is is a green glow. Well, like, <laughs> it's the same thing as Supergirl. It's just a green glow. <laughs> But it's the glow plus the constructs. Constructs. They do fucking elastic man and shit. But how often? Again, how often do they do that though? I don't have him for a crossover. I don't need him <laughs> in every episode. <laughs> but if, you, if you're gonna establish him as Green Lantern, because like where's Dipney? He hasn't even been around. That's a good point too. I don't know. And then when they do, when you his effects look terrible. Like when he was swinging from building to look, building with Iris. <laughs> I know. I know it looks terrible. I'm just saying, if you're gonna give me Green Lantern, give me Green Lantern. If anything, have him show. If he is, if he is John Stewart, have him show up in Black Lightning. Because if he's John Stewart, Lynn Stewart, especially since it's one Earth, that's his sister. Wow, what a retcon that would be. I guess it's not really a retcon because they didn't really talk no, about it. No, it's not a retcon. Yeah. But that'd be awesome. Black, yeah. oh my God, Green Lantern and Black Lightning team up? That's the show. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I would pay money for that show. But, yeah. But they're not gonna, because <laughs> racism. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Anything else we, we talk we, about? Oh, we didn't rate it. Yeah, I was about to say, we didn't rate it. I give it a passable. Give it a low passable. <laughs> Are you gonna keep going? I mean, you're not gonna be here for six weeks, so you probably won't, but. Yeah, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you had one shot. They missed their chance and they blew it. Yeah. Do not, Eminem said it. You only got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> Opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better. All right, so let's get into My Academia. This week's episode title, but they had to win those kids' hearts. <laughs> and I like this episode. I love this episode. Yeah. I, it, for a premise, for what it was, way better than it had any right to be. <laughs> I, yeah. got, I got legit on, feels. On, on his face, it was stupid. 
But even when I was a little kid, like, what is this? <laughs> He's touching my heart. Okay, I got emotional. And it worked. You're, you're joking. Like, <laughs> you're joking, but I got emotional. I got emotional because that was good character development. You know what I mean? Good character development for Bakugo to be the one to say it to him. But it was fun. I was, was like, ooh. But it was so funny. Like, just him, like, rising up in the sky. He's yeah. like, what is this emotion this I'm feeling? And it worked. <laughs> I, was like, this, I love this episode. <laughs> I mean, for, I don't know. For Baku to be one to tell somebody, like, you can't look down at other people all the time. Because if you do, you're not going to see your own weaknesses. I was like, oh, Bakugo's growing up. <laughs> okay. Even his, his playful banter with the groups, I like how now it's becoming less toxic. Like, it's not like, he's still angry. Yeah. But he's not like, like an asshole about it. He's just kind of like a, yeah, even, an asshole Even like it. the Cammy the girl's like, Bakugo, you would be a cool person if you just shut up. You should shut you up. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shut up. I like that. And that whole sequence where they make that giant, like basically a, like an ice slide for the kids to yeah. play on, that whole sequence was beautiful to me. I loved it. Like the, the, the I got real emotion from the, the, the teacher being like, Thank you so much for doing this for them. And like now, but they're like, now it's up to you. Which I, <laughs> but I was like, you shouldn't be a teacher, bro. Like, <laughs> I agree. I, I feel like I would have agreed more last week, but now they did a really good job too with that one. It was real quick, but that one line about quirks becoming more powerful with like every, more, gener- every generation. Every generation, because they combine. I like that a lot. And introducing that element of like, what was the uh, theory called? Uh, quirk something theory basically the idea of it, it almost seemed like all for one like if you keep combining quirks who knows how powerful and uncontrollable heroes and villains will be three generations down the line even you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so and then having that be like the the punctuation to the scene where you see the kids being kind of the exemplifying that next generation of more powerful uncontrollable heroes and villains it it you know what gave me feels too i think it reminded me a little bit of kingdom come kind of what happened that's kind of what happened in kingdom come where you know the golden age of heroes faded away, and then the more reckless generation of heroes after them kind of fucked up the world. Like even the heroes started becoming villainous, and I was like, "Oh, this is a this is an interesting like idea that you kind of just threw out there in this episode." It didn't seem like those kids are trying to be heroes though. Like, <laughs> no, but that's why I liked it more because they're the 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 other kids, the kids we follow, they're inspiring them to become heroes. Because it was a very, I feel like it's because up until this point, things have been very black and white. There are heroes and there are villains. But then you realize that it's not that black and white. It's Second Life, which I really like. And it's a thing where it's not heroes and villains. It's just people with power. And ultimately, what side of that equation they fall on depends on who's the one that inspires them and guides them. So I like the fact that these heroes are being kind of, not indoctrinated. What's the what's the word? Inspired to become heroes. These kids mm-hmm. are becoming inspired to become the next generation of heroes. And for people like Todoroki, Bakugo, and Wind Guy. Yeah, Wind Guy. What's the guy's name. Yeah, I forgot his name too. But for them to be the ones that do it, and because they've all had character flaws up to this point, I thought it was really powerful. I was like, wow! I did not put any of that together, but it makes so much sense now. And I want to see more of Wind Guy. I like Wind Guy. Just the fact that he punched himself so hard that he started bleeding. <laughs> Just to talk to Endeavor. Yeah. You can do him. it, Endeavor. Because he hates him. I know that, but I was yeah. still like, I don't care how much I hate somebody. I'm not going to punch myself so hard that I bleed. 
I related to that. I like because you ever been in that moment where you have to you have to be civil with somebody that you know you hate and that you know they hate you. Yes, but, but I'm not punching. My, I'm not punching myself in the face. But, but you, you think it <laughs> <laughs> to motivate yourself to be civil. Yeah, it's like, so ah. mental, like bashing your head against the. Yeah, I'm like I get it. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, so the endeavor stuff, I also really liked, and him telling Shoto Shoto <laughs> that he's proud of him because he's changed a lot. In that little moment where he's like, get the fuck off me. I don't fucking, yeah. I don't care. And but he walks away and kind of like looks over his shoulder a little <laughs> yeah, he bit. he smiles. And it was the, what made me almost cry was when the All Might narration where he was talking about, and it kind of goes back to the, our email earlier talking about Unworthy in like the third act where it's not about getting more powerful physically. It's about being able to sometimes pause and reflect and grow strength emotionally. And how All Might talks about, you know, it's, it's in those moments where you're still or you're looking back those are also opportunities to grow and change. And it's slow change, but it's one step at a time. And it, I love how it paralleled with them walking in that moment. It was great. Great visual storytelling. I was like, oh, <laughs> love it. So, so good. This is this seems to be the moment that Endeavor is going to turn a corner. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not become the symbol of peace, but people won't have such disdain when they see him anymore. Yeah. Maybe. Depends on what's... Yeah, I really like that. When he was... Even when he was watching Todoroki, like after he made the kids smile and stuff and almost talking to him is like, you asked me what being strong means. And I think it's something very simple. And you kind of see the, the gears turning in, in his head. I like that. I'm like, all right. But and again, I want to know what manga readers think. So if you're listening and you're a manga reader, please email in. Cause I, I, again, I told you, I, I heard people, there was some, uh, some guy outside. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> some, some trap music. But, um, I told you this arc, or at least, at least Endeavor's character changes were controversial that I know of from the manga readers. So I want to know what made it controversial. Is it the fact that they're trying to I redeem think, somebody? I think, yeah, that I was, was going to say it's probably because they're trying to redeem somebody that was abusive. I don't. That's stupid. Because you know how people are like, he's a monster or he's an asshole. Like, you, there's no redemption. You beat your wife. Like,. That's I mean, it. Even your, the same, your story's over. <laughs> like, even, even almost the same thing that happened with Chris Brown. Like people are like, oh yeah, he beat. Granted, it's not to say that that's, you know, something that you should forgive or anything like that. Let's but put somebody in the public eye. So yeah, but it was like, oh, there's no coming back from that. Like even years now. Granted, Chris Brown didn't do himself any favors. He's also kind of an asshole. Yeah, with yeah. all the stuff that he did after that. Yeah. Like if he actually, because it does seem like like. He didn't try. He didn't try to make himself better from that situation. Yeah, he, he did not pull just, an endeavor. Yeah, he just, he just he just gave this. I was nineteen. Like I'm. Like can I grow? Like can I learn? It's like that. This shit is getting. Wow, I was getting louder. It's getting louder. <laughs> but like it's Chris Brown outside playing his. Music. Yeah, it is. It's like, fuck you. Talk about me. But yeah, if he gave if he gave that explanation was like yeah, nineteen years still old. But it's like yeah, can I like can I grow from that? Yeah. Then yeah, sure. If you prove that you, if you actually prove that you've taken the steps to grow and yeah. learn, like Endeavor seems to be doing, but you know how some people are. It's like once you do something once, yeah, that's it for you. But it's like I feel like that goes back to the same fucking Twitter culture mentality I keep talking about, where it's like you're canceled. That's it. You're done. And it's like life is more complicated than that. Like it's not a black and a white of like you know one detail about somebody or you think you know based off like hearsay or something, and you're like no. That means they're fucking done. But it's like, and Joe Rogan even talks about this on his podcast. You gotta have. Like, don't mention Joe Rogan. He's canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. wait, really? It's a new thing. Yeah. Why is he canceled? Because he uh. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? <laughs> he he endorsed Bernie Sanders for president, 
And people also don't like the fact that Bernie Sanders retweeted his endorsement because Joe Rogan That's has said cancel worthy. Joe Rogan has said a lot of problematic stuff in the past and racist stuff too. So racist stuff? Yes. Oh, what? he ha- oh he has. What? He went. Wait, to- how far in the past? He co- I don't know how far in the past. This is not like 2012, so not that far. Oh, eight years ago. All right. Well, well racist like, stuff. He t- he- I've seen the the transgender like, stuff that he, he got well, in trouble no, for. Is that people people don't like that too? But they talked about like. He went to a mostly black theater and he compared it to Planet of the Apes. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> what? Yeah. All right, I need to, I'm not even going to, I need to, I need to hear that <laughs> before I make a comment on it, but whoa. No, but yeah, I was going to say, but there's, there's, yeah. I need to know the context, but whoa, Joe. <laughs> but even still, like, what's context for that? <laughs> I don't know. But you know how people do. Like, you could take a headline, you could, maybe in the context, it's not even the way it sounds. Like maybe he just mentioned Planet of the Apes like offhandedly. Not that he was comparing the black people in that theater to apes. Now if he was, that's different. No, no, no. He was he, he said it was like Planet of the Apes in there. But what does that mean? I don't know what that means, but still, like just <laughs> That's why I need to that's why I need to not hear the hearsay. But just, I need just to the dichotomy of comparing black people to apes, like there's a history. I but see it's a trigger. So I feel like if you put that in a headline, of course it's triggering. And I feel like you're retelling it. Could you hear it? Did I? No, I didn't hear it. See, you're telling if it might not even be accurate. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that this is how these things happen. Where it's like, you'll say something, and it'll get filtered through the Twitterverse or the internetverse. Or him saying, he, he said that he said nigga a lot on his podcast, too. I mean, whatever. Like, it did, I don't know what the context of that is either. If he's saying it with black people and black people are cool with that, whatever. I've got friends that say nigga. I'm not canceling them. <laughs> even though I don't like it sometimes, I'm just like, all right. <laughs> But back to the point, I just feel like life isn't that black and white. And you have to have a path of redemption for everybody. It doesn't matter. I don't agree with it, but even a murderer, there has to be some way for someone to come back. There has to be. Some kind of, you do your time, you make your amends, you get out of jail. I'm not going to say I'm going to forget that shit you did, but there's got to be some level of, you know what? You did. You made your peace. You made a mistake. You regretful. I'm gonna let you live. Like you know what yes. I mean. But everybody, everybody wants to shut I, 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 down. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Only to the extent, like, like I said, with the endeavor stuff. Like, show me that you're actually trying to change. Don't actually yeah. be like, oh yeah, like, like the Chris Brown, like going back to Chris Brown thing. Oh yeah, I was 19 when I did that. Like, yeah. can I let? make an excuse. It's like, but yeah, but you did this and this and this and this yeah. and this since then. Yeah. If you own up to your shit, if you accept it, if you're working to change it. And you seem like you're making a genuine attempt. I will never cut somebody down for that. Like, but but the internet, nah, Sean, you did something 20 years ago. You're done. <laughs> like that's the most childish mentality I can possibly think of. Like, but that's the way the internet is now. So if that's the main controversy with the never, where people just don't want him to fucking be redeemed for a fictional character, especially. It's not even a real person, guys. <laughs> He's a fiction. Todoroki's not real. His mom's okay. <laughs> like. Yeah, <laughs> like let the man. It's like, have it's like redeemed, the, okay? the, the interesting thing about like whole cancel culture is like I guarantee you, if you were in the public spotlight, the you, same person you're canceled, you you your ass getting canceled too. Yeah, that's the the hypocrisy is my main issue with it. Like you just said, no one's fucking perfect. If you if you were as public as the people that you're fucking criticizing, I'm sure people could air your shit out too. But everybody wants to sip, and the loudest people, and I've noticed this. And so many examples. The people who are the loudest, who sit in the sidelines and go like, fuck that person, cancel that person, 
they're the main ones that are doing some fucked up shit behind the scenes. Nine times out I mean, of that's, ten. That's what, that's what anything, though. Like, I know, but the loudest person is the one doing the most shit. So the person that goes, cancel them. Even like, I'm yeah, looking at you like, like the people, what have you done? It's the same thing like, <laughs> the most homophobic people are usually the one that's like getting fucked in the back stall of an, of an alley or... That's facts. <laughs> the people that came out against like the, the strongest opponents against Bill Clinton when he got head from Monica Lewinsky. Cheaters. Like, yeah, they were cheating. They were cheating on their wife too. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. Everybody loves to fucking act holier than thou and point the finger. But people forget that people are people. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, let me know what, what the issue. And, and you know, I also would like to hear from a person that actually does have an issue with never being redeemed. I would love to hear the other side of the argument, to be honest. Because I don't get it. But that's me. Uh, but for this episode... Oh, no, we forgot. Oh! <laughs> you saw the click in my head. Yeah. I was like, anyways, let's get the rating. Oh, wait. <laughs> Ioyama. <laughs> Which was weird how they combined these random yeah. two. And this is like, there was, these were two episodes in and of itself. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like... I was scared. Yeah, I was like... For a, for a good minute, I was like... What is going on? Going? Yeah. <laughs> But I was like, okay, this is anime. I know it's not a gay thing. Why they they don't? Because they don't they don't have gay gay at least gay males in anime. We talked about this, before. but they they've alluded to that he's he's gay. They do that, but they allude to a lot of characters being gay, but they never actually well, are, I thought, but they never actually are gay. Well, I thought they were gonna make this one for real. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yo, when he was outside Decker's window. I was like, what? Well, yeah, I was like, I was like, Michael, <laughs> is that shit? Homophobic. Like, you leave a message in cheese? I know. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> and you know what's funny? Talking about before my whole complaint about nobody knowing about Deku going 100%, I thought that's what it was. I was like, did Ayoyama of all people see him go 100%? I- I thought he was gonna, I thought when he said, I know, I was like, wait, does he know about one for all? See, how would he know about that? I don't know, but uh, what else could it be? Uh, That's the only secret that he's holding. Uh, see, I thought it was going to be a thing where he was like, no, I was walking down the street and I saw the explosions happening. I was like, oh, shit, it's Deku. It's like, I was like, no, he, he has to know about One for All or something because that's mm. the only secret that Deku has. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. So you didn't even think for a second it was going to be like, oh, I like you. or like, oh. No, I was like, no, they're obviously leaning into that, but I'm like, I've never seen an anime where that's the case. Like, they blatantly come out and say a, ca- a character is gay. That's true. And they say, oh, I love you or whatever. Like, I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. I just slobbered all over. <laughs> talking about all this gay stuff. Yeah, talking about all this gay stuff is arousing me. <laughs> Yo. What? The- Penis? <laughs> Even the first scene where he's, like, talking. The and he's, like, staring like- at Deku, like, googly eyes. Oh, my I God. I was like, so they're obviously playing with the fact that, yeah, the, the, like, people like you, yeah. homophobic. What? Not homophobic? I, I wouldn't mind if he told me he liked him. So they're so they're obviously playing with that fact. But then I was uh, me. I'm just like again, knowing what I outside of anime, I was like, yeah, that's not it. But they're just playing with that. But I see. I wasn't even talking about that moment. I was talking about when he's talking to uh, uh, Ida and Uraraka, and he's mid conversation, and out of no, the timing of that joke was perfect. Mid mid sentence, a piece of cheese gets stuck in his mouth. He's like, oh, oh, and he looks inside, and I was like. Cheese. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> He's like fucking eating lunch by himself with wine and shit. But just like Deku's reaction to all of it, I was like, even just the fact that he was sleeping and he just knew Ayama was outside his window. I'm yeah. like, how? 
Like, at first I didn't get he it. He opened his eyes. Like, Ayamo's here. <laughs> He's outside. Then he opens the window and he sees, ah! I'm like, what is it? Oh, it's just cheese. What are you screaming for? I did so much so he couldn't fall asleep the rest of the night. So I was like, yo, what is going yeah. on? <laughs> oh, but, but that being said, it was really funny. But when he does tell him what he knows, I... I got emotional. Like I, I thought that was a brilliant way to tie their characters together about him feeling like, Oh, I know you can't use your power because your body isn't compatible with it. In the same way that my naval laser isn't compatible with me. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, like in that way, but that was really sweet. The way they kind of bonded over that and they became friends. Yeah. Cause I, I, and I also like, this is why I told Jacob, just just funny how Ayama and I became friends and it said friend, there wasn't friends in like quotes. (laughs) It was? I don't know. I don't remember. Like, with benefits? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that's what I told Jacob. I was flying with the American game getting slower if it becomes more character-driven. Because I was saying before, it's been a very fast-paced anime. And even though we've gotten like some moments, like even characters, side characters like Aoyama, we, like Deku, he's kind of like an acquaintance. He's not really a real friend to us because we don't know him that well. And it, I like that he touched on that in this episode. And I feel like if... If the slow parts of my hero are like this, where they give us glimpses into the individual characters more, I think that's that's even better for the series. Because overall, by the time you get to the next major action sequence, now that we have a solid base of knowing all these characters in and out, we'll care more when things happen to them. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Kirishima. Like that's what they did for Kirishima this season. Yeah, and I feel like they're they're slowly doing that with all the characters, and that's amazing to me. Because even I was thinking about it. I don't know many anime with this many characters that I actually like this many of them. Yeah, There's so many I, that I, I like. Agree. Anime, not even just anime, but things, period, with a large ensemble cast. Yeah. Like, you take The Flash. I don't give a fuck about Dibney. I don't give a fuck about Cecile. I don't care yeah. about Cisco's new girlfriend. Yeah. I don't care about this new girl that's part of the reporter team, Team yeah. Iris. Yeah. It's really just, I care about Barry, sort of Iris and Cisco, and I guess Caitlyn. Yeah, that's it. And, and then, Joe and Joe, but they don't. Joe's show. not even around most yeah. of the time. That's a good point. Meanwhile, almost every character to the point where when they were talking about uh, the, like the classes, was like Renee and Dinah, and I was like, I don't care. Yeah, you like ten percent of the cast, and nine percent is just filler. Yeah, but even with when they were talking about the the, the different schools training together, I was excited for that. Cause I was like, I like this. I, there's a whole other school of characters I like. The wind guy, uh, Cammy. I like we her like po- them so much we don't even know their names. Yeah, <laughs> but they're, they're fun. Uh, the meatball guy, their personalities are all fun. Mm-hmm. Especially Cammy. I love Cammy's personality. And, and Class 1B. Yeah. Which I'm guessing we're going to see more of them with the next. Definitely, arc. because I, I see a lot of fan art of the the mental guy. The cultural festival or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? The, the psychic guy yeah, that fought she, Deku? She starts with that. Shiso? Shisho? I don't remember his name. Shoto! Shoto! <laughs> but yeah, it starts with S. Yeah. But see, I I don't know. It's crazy to me that there's so many. I like almost every single one of the characters. I it, It'd probably be easier for me to think of characters I don't like on the show. Grape? Uh, great Grape is a little annoying. <laughs> great Grape? Whatever his name is. Grape Ball. Mineta? Yeah, Mineta. I love Mineta. <laughs> Mineta's me, you asshole. <laughs> well, you're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> there was a joke this episode that they that had Mineta and Kaminari, I think. It was funny. I forgot what it was, though. I think it was about the study. Oh, uh, Mountain Lady. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, why aren't you guys doing something? What? <laughs> 
Uh, but I get pretty it, it seems so like they were actually in class, like they were doing math equations. Oh yeah, yeah. Deku, what's the answer? Wrong. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is very normal. But even like that, because you can tell Deku's like the most eager student, but he's not the best student. The best student is the other girl. Yo, Yayo Rosu. Yeah. I don't yeah, like that. She's number one. Yeah. But even shows, because Bakugo's up there, up there too. Isn't he like number three? Uh, yeah, two or three. Oh, three, because Todoroku's two, I think. Yeah. I like these I love these characters. But yeah, a character I don't like, um, All Might's detective friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't even see him. I know, that's why I don't, that's not why I don't like him, I just don't see any of them, so it's like, whatever. Like, basically all of them. But even still, like, talk about a slow moment, they even talked about it in, this, in the trailer or the preview for next, there's going to be another villain showing up. Oh, yeah, they give you that, that quick shot of someone with white hair or something. But, you know, whatever. I'm down with it. More fights. It's cool. It's just like, they need to just suspend. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it, another villain attack happens, they need to just be like, all right, guys, you guys are all graduating to full-fledged heroes now <laughs> because it's, it's unprecedented how many villains attack you guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, so perfect vision. Yeah. All right. So moving on, let's get the news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. No, they just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, Jordan. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to hand me down. I don't want to hand me down. Don't want hand me down. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Have you started packing yet? No. No. I haven't. And yes, it's in Dallas. This is the news, guys. <laughs> Has Michael packed yet? No. <laughs> I leave on Thursday morning. Okay, now news. <laughs> um, there's no trailers this week. There's not really that much news at all. Uh, but yeah, as we talked about, Birds of Prey it has the lowest opening for any DCEU film, uh, earning $33.2 million. So lower than even like Shazam? Yes. That's, wow. Any DCEU film. That's crazy. Not DC film, but DCEU, because Jonah Hex has the lowest for DC films. Wait, there was a Jonah Hex movie? Yes. I don't think I should count. <laughs> that opened at 5.3 million. But yeah, uh, $33.2 million at the box office. So we usually don't do this, but why do you think and, uh, Bad Boys is number two? And Doolittle's still holding on. It's in the top four. <laughs> and Jumanji's in the top five. Jumanji's number five. Uh, oh, the little, the little movie that could. And Knives Out is number eight. So that's still in the, it's still holding on. And Rise of Skywalker is number ten. But anyway, something we don't usually do. Why do you think it uh, opened so low? At the box office. Harley Quinn. Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, number one, that. <laughs> the fact that I even was like, I didn't even mean to do that. I was like, Harley Quinn? Yeah. That Birds of Prey, because that's not what the movie was. <laughs> that's number one. Um, number two, I would say the marketing itself. All of the buzz behind it before this. The fact that, like I said, there was those rumors about like the dick pic thing and the gay black man. That, that stuff coming out I before even, I'm seeing like, it. I, 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 never, I didn't hear the dick pic thing. I did. I think that's actually a real alternate ending to the movie. Um, I think that's why Black Mass died the way he did so abruptly. <laughs> the way he died was just like, oh shit, what? what? Um, and I think Suicide Squad, it, 
it opening the way it did, people not being that high on that movie, and then this is kind of the sequel to it. There's a lot of factors why it didn't do well, I think. I know the big buzzword online, like it always is for every movie that doesn't do well, that has an agenda, is go work, go woke, go broke. So maybe that's part of it. But as someone that hates, quote unquote, going woke, I didn't feel like this movie was. I can, But I can see if you really, 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 really hate it, like even more than me, that you maybe you would bump against the, the theme. Like I said, that, that one black mask scene really... Like Jeremy John says, like he they sacrificed his character on the altar of the the, the agenda, basically. Didn't have to have. I got it. Girl power. You didn't have to have <laughs> the gay guy be sleazy too. Like <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I think I think part of it is the title. Definitely the title. I think I, I, that's probably I, the major one. <laughs> but over so yeah so overall, I think it was just the marketing. Because yeah. the trailers weren't all that good either. No. And also, the trailers didn't really tell you what the story was. No. Like, you saw Harley Quinn, but what's the story? Like, you didn't even learn about the, oh, Cassandra Kane stole a diamond, and now I'm trying to help her, and whatever. No, like, it kind of just went to the point of, Black Mask is after all of us. We got to stop him. Yeah, but why? Yeah, I don't know. Good point. So I think that's that's a large part of it. And yeah, like, like I said, the title, because... Nobody really. People know who Harley Quinn is, and that's the whole reason they're making this movie. So lean into that. Yeah. Like, nobody know who the fuck Huntress and Bat Huntress and uh, Black Canary are. It doesn't make sense on any level because you've made you've seen the movie. You guys know what the movie is. You know it has nothing to do with Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I saw the final cut, I'd be like, all right, so we're changing the name right now because this doesn't match. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's that's where that's especially on your phone, like. That's a weird point, but if you look at your phone, you're not even seeing the fantabulous Harley blah 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 blah. No, it just says Birds, Birds of, of Prey. Prey. Yeah, so you 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 lose all of your fucking marketability right there. <laughs> and that don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. That's what that title is. Yes, actually, perfect perfect analogy. <laughs> but also with that, so uh, the Oscars were this weekend, and uh, Joker, oh Joaquin Phoenix won for Best Actor. Nice for Joker. Uh, but, uh, you know what won for best picture? What? Parasite, which you didn't see. Oh, the foreign movie. Yes. Yeah, I heard that that was like a big upset. Yeah, it was the first time a foreign language movie, uh... Was it that good? You saw it? Yeah, it was the first time a foreign language... (laughs) (laughs) Yes and no. What does that mean? (laughs) It was one of those moments where it was after work and I fell asleep. (laughs) Well, that means it's your movie of the year then because that's what happened with fucking Knives Out. What I did, yeah. I'm going to go back and see it. I'm going to love it. Oh, my God. George Burton, Endgame. Like, what? I mean, there are a couple movies. Oh, my gosh. Which we still haven't done. No. We still haven't. And now you're leaving. Yeah, now we're not. I failed this podcast. uh, Oliver Queen. Toy Story 4 won for Best Animation. Oh, nice. And uh, a lot of people feel the Joker was robbed for Best Picture. I mean, I can't really make a comparison because I didn't see the other one, uh, Parasite. But I'm pretty sure a lot of those people complaining about the Joker not winning Best Picture, Best Picture, Best Picture, probably didn't, a probably didn't even see Parasite, and they, it's probably one of those people that see like four movies a year. And yeah, you're going to judge and say the Joker should have won? 
shut the fuck up. I mean, that's a very fair point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I only saw superhero movies this year, and I think Joker deserves it. <laughs> yeah, my Joker was robbed. Parasite so overrated. Have you seen it? No, I don't watch four movies. <laughs> what is this? Uh, yeah. Uh, so we already talked about Birds of Prey changing its title, so don't need to talk about that. Um, so with Parasite, because you may see this version, so they're talking about redoing it for HBO, an Americanized version of it. Okay. But you know how they do when they take a property that's foreign and they make it American? Who do they cast? White people. Exactly. Okay. So Mark Ruffalo is being looked at as the lead uh, in the Parasite movie, the American uh, Parasite movie. Uh, <laughs> why even bother? We have a movie called... It won Best Picture. Why does it need to be remade? <laughs> Not even just that. It literally, it literally just came out last year. So why yeah. are they remaking it? But It needs white people. That's why. Yeah, right? there aren't Asian Americans. No, nobody wants. No, it's gotta be white people. <laughs> only the only people that sell movies is white people. Don't you get it? <laughs> God. Well, yeah, Mark Ruffalo. That's infuriating. How, did, please, someone ask the the director creators of Parasite how they feel about this. Well, no, supposedly Bon Joon Ho is behind the remake, and so he's the one that's doing. What? So who's twisting his arm to put white people in this? <laughs> HBO. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, so, because, yeah, it's not like it's uh, some random people like, oh, yeah, I bought the rights and we're going to cast. No, he, as far as I can tell, he's the one that's doing it. So, I don't know. But remember, uh, the, the movie with, uh, the fuck is his name? Uh, J- Jason Bourne. Matt Damon. Yeah. That that movie, Great Wall. Remember it was done with like production, a Chinese production company or whatever. And they, yeah. they put him in the movie. That's true. So, like I said, man, that white standard of beauty is universal. Yeah, white standard of beauty. A white currency is good anywhere. <laughs> but speaking of white standards of beauty, uh, there's a lot of white people in Marvel. And so Sony, <laughs> Sony announced that they're going to continue to grow their web. And they announced an untitled Marvel movie, Sony Marvel movie for October 8th, 2021. What do you think that's going to be? An untitled Sony movie? Marvel Sony movie. So part of the Spider-Verse. But not Spider Verse. Um, <laughs> uh, is it one of the ones they were rumored to do? I just said it's untitled. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I'm like, you have the answer, Michael. I don't know. What else is there? Um, they remember right. they talked about Madam Web. Could That's it be right. Madam Web? That's right, Madam. I was trying to think about what the other movies. Could it be were. Aunt Craven? <laughs> I, I hope they never do that. <laughs> Craven? Wasn't that also on the table? One that was on the table. So I guess maybe Craven or Madam Web. Was the only two I remember. Are there others? Those are the only two that would probably fit for Halloween because it's Halloween. Oh, Halloween. Are there any Halloween specific Spider-Man villains? No, right? Hobgoblin? Could be Hobgoblin. Why'd they make a movie about him? Yeah, I was just about to say, but I was literally about to say that, but then I was like, but they were going to make an Aunt May movie, so I don't know. It's true. Anything's on the table when Aunt May's on the table. (laughs) So yeah, maybe. Okay. I'd be hyped for... N- nothing. <laughs> I was like, I was just trying to like maybe Craven. Nah, I don't care. But yeah, I talked about this last week. But rumors are rat- ratcheting up that that Disney and Marvel Studios are developing or are going to start doing Secret Invasion on Disney Plus. 
Okay. If that's the way they go, that's kind of interesting. And it's the same guy that uh, scooped that uh, Wiccan, Hulkling, and Speed are going to be in WandaVision. Oh, shit. So it's probably true. Yeah, so it's probably as true. As long as it migrates to the movies at some point, I'm fine with it. Just don't waste it on TV. Um, also with that, saying uh, the Black Widow movie won't just have uh, Scarlett Johansson playing Black Widow, but there's going to be flashbacks to a young... Natasha Romanoff. Hmm. So I wonder who's going to play her. Just Me. the ager. <laughs> no, Only ScarJo can play ScarJo. I'm going to play her. Uh, it's a pretty stark difference there, buddy. <laughs> uh, just, just put me in some makeup. Mm, and a wig. Give, give me a wig. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. And our uh, final news bit. Oh, that's fast. I told you there's no news. Oh, sweet. It's looking like Haley Stein. <laughs> Michael's possible final news section is the shortest yet. Yeah. It's looking like Haley Steinfeld may not be playing Kate Bishop Hawkeye because of the whole Is contract. that still happening? As of right now, yeah, still happening. Okay. But because uh, of the uh, contract negotiations or whatever that she has tied up with uh, Apple TV. I mean, yeah, Apple TV. Mm. So because of that, they're not letting her go to... Do uh, the Marvel uh, movie. Uh, we got another Henry Cavill mustache situation happening right now. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Disney's now looking for other people to play Kate Bishop. Who is it going to be again? Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. The lead girl Bumblebee. You could definitely find somebody else. <laughs> I mean, I, and, I don't have another the, against the, her. And the voice of Spider-Gwen for Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. I got nothing against her. But, you know, in a world where if it's either her or no Hawkeye, I'll take I said that wrong. <laughs> well, it's either Hawkeye or no her. Her or no I Hawkeye? I choose Hawkeye. <laughs> well, it looked like that was the route they were going. If they weren't going to get her. Remember, because at one point, they was like, it was canceled indefinitely. Yeah, but I thought that was a rumor. Or like someone said yeah, that. Yeah, well, it was, but it wasn't. It was, but it wasn't. <laughs> It was was it a rumor? Oh my what? <laughs> you can't make these up. We are the the news source for uh, for uh, thousands of people, Michael. Are we? There's been a lot of stuff I got wrong over the years. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Fox News, fair and accurate. <laughs> fair and balanced. Fair and balanced. All right. That's it for this week's episode of Blur Vision then. Two hours in. That's about what I said. Two hour episode. Uh, hopefully this is not the last time we'll be talking. It's the last time. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully in six weeks or whatever we'll be I back would, here talking I, about Mulan. I will not return. I won't be like Simba, run away and never return. <laughs> when he returns, I'm not coming back. Meanwhile, Pry Rock is all fucking burnt out and destroyed. Here's our Akuna Matata. Yep. <laughs> what a wonderful verse. Michael, please, we're dying. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to the, the episodes without me on it. <laughs> Slimy yet satisfying. Yeah, I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna do in the meantime. I gotta, I gotta do something. Gotta keep those old wheels. Jordan turning. for the fans. Yeah, for the fans. <laughs> I'll have people on. I'll have a uh, round robin. Maybe I'll even have Chris on for one week. Bring on White Michael. <laughs> Is he not? Is and we'll he? we'll talk about Star Wars and how much he hates our review. So Chris, he just called you gay. <laughs> Wait, not in it. Yes, he did. <laughs> I said the white. white, the White Michael. <laughs> All right, I, white straight Michael. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Getting uh, what I used, what we used to call it when Jamie was here, white corporate vision. 
No, yeah, that was you. Yeah, so that's what I'm bringing back. I'm bringing back white corporate vision, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all that blurred representation shit is over. <laughs> when Michael goes, so well, there's I all mean, the blurred shit. There was a whole time with Arsenio. Sam, <laughs> it was all white corporate vision. <laughs> those were dark times. <laughs> Man, I, I'll say this. I don't even go back and listen to those episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. I don't. Well, past episode 25, the podcast is dead to me. <laughs> I went back and before listened. episode twenty five. I, I went back and listened to. It. I, was, I was like, "This is painful." It's, it's very painful. I look back and I go, "What the fuck were you thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sound like Uncle Ruckus out here, you mother. <laughs> but I can go back and listen to when Jamie was Jamie and I. Those are my favorite episodes. Even though I can't listen to my first episode, I cringe. <laughs> Well, that's a personal thing. So I think you were great. No, I cringe. Okay, like, well. <laughs> All right, well, guys. Like, I can been... hear myself being nervous. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well. Because it's my first time doing any of this. Yeah. Well, look how much you've grown. How many episodes ago was that? Well, like a penis. One, I think this is episode 160. Like a giant penis. Right? So you came 25? And I, came, I came. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the level of humor that we've grown to appreciate here on Blur Vision <laughs> in the last 135 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Holy I br- shit. I, br- I brought it out of you. You did. You Cause did. I remember when, when I first started talking to Chris, he mess. He was like, "I like the I like how you the humor that you bring out of Jordan. Like you bring out a different dynamic." Because he's like, "Oh yeah, I listened. I've been listening since the beginning, and your dynamic with Jordan, like you bring out something different in him." I told you that too. I told. I, br- you. I bring out his gayness. Yeah, he brings out <laughs> <laughs> my 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 latent gayness. But yeah, I told you the same thing. Like, it's a thing. Even when I go back and listen to my Let's old. Keep it coming. Maybe I won't disappear. For wow, <laughs> my old podcast. I- it's like I felt I was very. You know, very- fake professional I'm going to be talking about uh, CW this week guys and together we're going to be having a discussion and I'm like nah that's not me <laughs> that's not real me this is real me <laughs> so I like that you made me more natural okay. on the pot yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> start that rumor sure <laughs> it's already been started I heard they're fucking <laughs> it's already been started god <laughs> alright guys well that's been this week's Episode of Blur Vision, and this will not be the last episode with Michael. I'm going to drag his ass back. <laughs> well, it'll be the last episode for the last like month and a half. That's true, but like the listeners say, I'm going to make sure we come back stronger than ever. But speaking of which, I got to shoot a video. Like, hey guys, I'm not going to be shooting a, making a YouTube video for like ever. Don't leave my channel. <laughs> <laughs> for like ever. <laughs> Just say you're taking a couple weeks breaks. A couple week break. I'll be back. Don't, don't unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. I'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I say all the time. I'll cry. It's not untrue. <laughs> but yeah, guys, that's been this week's episode. Of Same thing for all you other guys. Don't unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, don't don't leave. Michael's coming back. All right, it's gonna be. Am I though? Gonna be, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it's gonna be a rough couple of weeks, but we're gonna find our groove and we're gonna come back stronger than ever. We're gonna we're gonna reboot this shit. Blur Vision 2.0, baby. That's what we're gonna, that's what we're gonna do. Wanna be like 3.0? Oh no. Wanna be like four? Wait. Eight. <laughs> Javon, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> well, if you go to, if 1. you go back 0. to that far, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Arsenio 2.0. Yeah. Then just me 3.0. Then yeah. Jamie 4.0. 4.0. Then Jamie leaving 5.0. So this is back 6.0. to me. <laughs> what are you thought of? Where does that yeah. lead you? Back, back to, to me. me. <laughs> now I'm leaving, and you're gonna have other people. So 6.0. Then I come back 7.0. All right, no, that's perfect. Lucky number seven. It's Woo! like it's like a it's like PlayStation. PlayStation one, two, three. Blur Vision seven. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I'm excited for Blur Version 7, damn it. Or like Power Rangers. Every season has a new form. <laughs> <laughs> I should get Trav to do a new theme song. Maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll rebrand. Blur Vision well, Next after, Generation. After I come back? Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but yeah. That's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. I've been your host, Jordan, with... Stronger than before! Blur Blurgy! But we fucked up. <laughs> it's, it's got the perfect amount of civil, syllables for Blurred Vision. Why wouldn't you do that? No, you go blurdy. Go blurdy! <laughs> I think Blurred Vision, whatever. Rewrites. This is what the process yeah. looks like, you guys. Just the, just the rough draft. But yeah, I've been here with who? Uh... Who am I? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> this is your this is your big dismount. You're fucking it up. <laughs> I'm Michael Lamar Simeon. And we will see you in six weeks. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. No, that's not how it started. Wait, how did it start? Action ball? What is it? Let's get Wait, then they start. What? Let's get ready to Are you are you with the power in your song? Yeah. It's are you ready? Yeah, that. <laughs> Are you ready? Action boy, boy now. Action, Action girl now. <laughs> All, right. All right. Later, guys. Bye. Are you ready? <laughs>